Hey, this is Michael C. Williams from the Blair Witch Project, and you are listening to Three Guys That Horror. issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. All residents must evacuate immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! Senses. I can distract them for you. You got this! You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here! Hey, welcome back to Three Guys at Horror. You just heard the trailer for Crawl. Uh, right now, it's myself, Todd. We have Joe. We have Steve. Sam is not on, but she will be on next week. Uh, we want to thank you for sending in your horror confessions. Unfortunately, we won't be doing that segment this week because that was Sam's baby. So when she comes back, we'll be talking about them. Uh, before we get into emails and Facebook and all that stuff from Steve, I want to do a couple follow-ups because I wasn't on last week's show. Number one is uh, the argument between who has a better beard uh, Joe or myself, and I definitely have to side. I have to side with Joe on this one because oh. I would love to grow like a thick Viking man beard like Joe's, but whenever I do it, it just makes me look like extremely fat. So, like if my face gets super wide, and my wife makes fun of me, so I, I keep it trimmed. So Joe, he has the beard that I want, and that's it. Um, perfect tens. I. Don't usually get perfect tens just because I think something always has room for improvement. Even though, even like with my favorite movie, Dawn of the Dead. However, that's kind of a you know a, a lame answer. So, a couple perfect tens for me are Dawn of the Dead, um, the Evil Dead trilogy. I consider that like one movie, and The Shining. Oh, and Jaws too, because Jaws is freaking amazing. But um, so those are a couple of my perfect tens, and I want to say that trivia. I knew most of the answers, so fuck you guys, because I would have got all those, and you guys suck. 
Well, that's it for follow-ups from La Llorona. Or La Llorona. I'm curious about one thing, uh, Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you can get a perfect 10 in horror now? That's something we kind of debated last week. Because I noticed all your films are, I think, pre-1980. Yeah. Um, it's it's super hard, especially like the last couple of years. There's a lot of uh, political correctness coming in. And that just like rubs me the wrong way because they're at the end of the day films. You know what I mean? And if you're upset about you know saying the word gay or whatever in a movie, then you shouldn't be watching a horror movie where people are getting killed, you know? Um, as part, I mean, I think a movie like Dr. Sleep has the potential to be a, a perfect movie just because that director is, he's amazing. If anyone can do that, the book and sequel to the shining and book at the same time possible, I think it's him. Um, and update from that book. I'm like, I got like 150 pages left and it's pretty damn good so far. Um, so hopefully it ends well. Usually he has a little bit of trouble ending his movie or his books, but, um, I don't know, because there's something always that bothers me, especially like when we talk about Crawl later. I thought it was a, like an excellent movie, except for a couple things. So, but I guess we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, I, I maybe hopefully. Is there anything like within the last, I guess, five or ten years you like could see becoming somewhat of like a horror classic, like that will be remembered twenty, thirty years down the road? Well, I I would put The Witch as a perfect ten. Um, that's, I would agree. That's last five, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I, I completely understand why people wouldn't like that movie or not think it's that great. You know, there's a lot of stuff that is a little could be boring to some people. Sure. But, um, I mean, there's people that don't like The Shining. You know? God. So I mean, so you know, it's all subjective. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's different, but I think that movie on every level is just a win from the acting to the dialogue, like extremely working for it and the setting, um, cinematography, the lighting, everything is just amazing. And it's freaking creepy too. Like, I don't know how you cannot be creeped out by like, does that see a book and shit like that? It's just fucking weird. And it's awesome. And yeah. So I put now, that one a perfect 10. Steve, I, I can't remember. Did you enjoy the witch? Yeah, I did enjoy it. I, I don't know if I'd put it as a perfect 10 for me. I found it a little slow at times, and I wasn't, like, super into it as much as you guys were, but I'd give it, like, a solid 8.59, because it was a really oh, yeah. cool story. And yeah, Awesome. Uh, but before we get into emails, I did just want to mention, because this is a pretty important note, um, for those of you who listen to us on SoundCloud, we are going to be going off of SoundCloud probably within the next two or three episodes. We'll give you guys... A little bit of time, a little bit of warning. Um, but since we joined this new network, um, one of the big perks for us is we don't have to pay for hosting fees. Um, of course, podcasting, it's not free to do it. It does cost money. Uh, so um, joining the network, you know, we won't have to pay these hosting fees and whatnot anymore. Uh, the downside is we won't be on SoundCloud anymore, but we'll also we'll be on every other platform. We'll still be, we'll be on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher basically anywhere else besides soundcloud so just wanted to give you guys uh that warning so if you are listening on soundcloud uh jump over to one of those other platforms um because we will be going off there within the next uh two to three weeks will will, will we still be on is it like itunes where no matter where your podcast is hosted it's on there still or is that completely off because we're not hosted on there anymore uh- um, so since we won't be paying anymore, I don't think well any episodes will be on there anymore. Cool, got it. 
So, yeah, so definitely jump. I think most of our listeners have jumped over to Spotify and, you know, iTunes and Stitcher and all that. So I don't think it's going to affect a lot of you, but if it if you're listening on SoundCloud, like I said, uh, it will affect you. So jump on over to one of the other platforms. Yeah, one more thing before Steve gets into socials is um, if you're on iTunes, if you can swing over and drop us a review, we're not begging you to make a perfect five, just give your honest opinion. Uh, that will help us climb the, the charts and help people discover us easier. So if you're on iTunes, please leave a review. Yeah, definitely. It helps us, definitely helps us a lot um, because it um, will get us on, you know, suggested podcasts and stuff like that. So if you enjoy the show, tell a friend, review us. That's the best way to uh, help us out. All right. You ready for some social media? Let's do it. All right, so you guys can send in your questions at threeguysathorror at gmail.com. That's the number three, uh, because there are no emails right now, but there are a bunch of questions on the other social medias. Uh, the first one is Instagram, which is also threeguysathorror. Uh, Rise Horror Corner says, I, so he's talking about um, Crawl. He says, I saw it opening weekend and loved it, 8.5 out of 10. As for my question, what are your guys and gals from now on, I guess, thoughts on the next two Halloween films? Ooh, is that in someone's news? It is. It's in news. So let's uh, let's talk. Let's discuss that during news. All right, cool. All right, perfect. Uh, Ugly Graham says, "Interesting to see what you guys think." Honestly, I haven't disliked the movie this much in a long time. Uh, then he gives kind of his uh, thoughts about Crawl. I can say it later when we talk about Crawl. Uh, as Zito 1975 says, with the release and hopefully success of this film, do you think we can look forward to more animal run amok films like they had back in the 70s? Would you like to see more run amok films like this? Yeah, I would love it. It's just as long as they don't do completely CGI or, in this case, crawl, make the CGI good like they did. Um, otherwise, yeah, leave me out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I. I mean, I don't know if this movie did that well I, I, in theaters. I don't think it did. We can look at that um, when we get into the review. But, uh, yeah, I would love to see more creature feature flicks. Uh, I'm a big fan of creature feature movies. Um, you know, we had uh, – there's been kind of a few recently. We had The Shallows and uh, what, 47 Meters Down. Is that what it's called? And The Meg. Mm-hmm. So th- I, think they're, I think they're starting slowly to uh, to get there. So, yeah, Um with that being said, I don't think there's been an excellent one yet. Um, a little bit, I guess maybe a little bit of a spoiler for later on when we talk about Crawl, but uh, I'm still waiting for like a really excellent one to come out because I was not a fan of The Shallows. I know a lot of people like The Shallows. I did not like The Shallows at all. Um, the Meg, I thought, was like a really fun time, like popcorn flick type watch, but still waiting for like something like, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, how can you, like, compare it to, like, anything to a Jaws nowadays? But maybe something like a Deep Blue Sea, Lake Placid type, like, fun stuff like that. So, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page as you guys. Uh, of course, I would like to see a really cool creature feature come out. But uh, I don't know where it could really go at this point. I mean, there's so many shark films, and we're starting to see a lot of alligator and crocodile films. I like to see something different, something like really cool. Uh, I would, I don't even know what, but uh, just kind of stray away from those because they are kind of getting old. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, if someone can have a great idea and put it out there, I'm all for it for sure. Uh, so that's it for the Insta. Uh, then we're going to go to Twitter, which is also at three guys at horror. Jedi Mind twelve oh seven 
says horror novel recommendations. Ooh. Ooh. Steve, are you a, a reader? Uh, not so much anymore. I used to be, and it was pretty much all Stephen King um, as far as horror genre went. I do want to recommend one author. It's not super horror, but it's kind of in the occult, and her name's uh, Caitlin Doty. She's actually a YouTuber that goes by the name of Vasco Mortician. Uh, it's not a uh, fiction. It's actually nonfiction about the mortuary business, and it's really interesting, and I think horror fans might dig it. So that might be something to check out. But outside of Stephen King, which most people know, I don't have a ton of recommendations. All right. So I read a, a lot. Um, so Stephen King, I really wouldn't recommend. Um, just a lot of his stories suffer from one problem or another. Um, however, there's an author called Brian Keene, K-E-E-N-E, that I love. Uh, he made a couple really good zombie books called The Rising and its sequel, uh, City of the Dead, which are two of my favorite one-two books. Uh, he has a bunch of other ones too now. Uh, Urban Gothic by him is really good. It's about a group of teens or young adults that go into an abandoned house that leads to like a underground sewer system kind of things where there's a bunch of mutants and freaks and they've, you know, it's very graphic and they, all his books are just extremely graphic. And, um, uh, Conquer Worms is another one by him where rain never stops another flood event and these giant worms come up and start just killing people. Another guy, Brian Smith, uh, The Freak Show by him. It's about a killer carnival that comes to town and makes everyone kind of brainwashed so they're easy to kill. So they go, like, you got little midget clowns running around killing people, um, deformed, beastly things and all that stuff. It's very sexually graphic as well as bloody. Uh, Same author, The Depraved. Um, There's, like, a hidden community in the woods, and cops know about it, bad cops, and they take unsuspecting people there to you know feed the the people there it's pretty brutal um and did you one, get a did you get a boner reading that one since you said i got a, some i got a boner suggestive? yeah i got a boner there <laughs> in the depraved definitely because there's some good sex scenes in there um can i just ask how how can you like how can worms kill people are they just so big they just like land on them and shit it's kind of like tremors okay yeah awesome. but they like they can swim and shit um nice yeah so they come up and kill people and those are uh, a couple good ones and i talked about it like maybe five or so episodes ago but the haunted forest tour um i forget the author's names but you can find on amazon it's really good they go into haunted forest with a bunch of monsters it's kind of like a universal studios tram ride if you've ever been on that before where they take you around the back lot but they're going through the forest and then turns out this guy's trying to sacrifice everybody on the on the tram so he opens them up and they just fucking kill everybody so that's yeah check those out have any of you guys done the Universal Studio Backlot Tour? Yeah, I've done it a number of times. Isn't Don't they have, like, the Psycho House, or is that, like, at the other one? They have the... Uh, I've only been to the one in Hollywood, and they have it there for sure. They do? Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty... That must be pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's pretty... They have the Jaws ride, and Psycho, and then everything else, Back to the Future. Oh, that actually burned down a couple years ago in a fire, but... The Jaws used... ride's gone, isn't it, too, nowadays? I think only in Florida it's gone. I think it's still in oh, California. Okay. Nice. Yeah, there, there's nothing in um, in Florida anymore. The backlot tour is gone. The Jaws is gone. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah, Psycho House, all that's all gone. It's all Harry Potter now. Lame. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah, would. I, 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 I'm, I'm, oh, go no, ahead. 
No, I was just going to recommend. Gonna say, for, uh, no, go, go ahead. Sorry, I have, hey, I have a book quiet you. Steve, you go. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I, I was just going to say I, I got super lucky because I only started going to Universal like eight years ago, and it was the last year of the Jaws ride, so at least I got to ride it once. And I was happy about that because uh, th- they took it away. And now the, the shark is still there, though, so that's cool for a good photo op, but that's it. Oh, really? Where's the Where's the shark at? And they still have like kind of a dock, and they have the shark in front of a restaurant. Uh, that's, okay, uh, just kind of as a memento. They have a lot of mementos to their retired rides, and that's one of them. So it's a cool photo op, but it sucks that they took away the the ride. They took away a lot of stuff. They used to have backdraft, which is cool, and um, uh, Back to the Future, Harry and the is Hendersons. Twister still there? Twister? I don't think they ever had a Twister at Universal. They, they did. did. They, they did at uh, Orlando. Yeah. Oh, they did. They oh, cool. Too. Yeah, they, yeah, it's mostly like yeah. Harry Potter land sucks. I mean, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter, <laughs> so I guess if I were, it'd be cool. But yeah, it's pretty lame. Are you? Aren't you a Harry Potter fan, Steve? Or no? Uh, yeah, I, I am. They, they the, the rides at least in Orlando are really really cool. So um, yeah, if you like Harry Potter, it's it's great. If you don't like Harry Potter, Universal's not really the place for you anymore. See, I yeah, I'm like indifferent. Like I don't hate Harry Potter, but I never been like a fan either so i don't know how i would feel about harry potter land i, I mean i guess if the rides are cool i'd i'd be into it like at least but yeah um for as far as the book recommendation i don't read as much anymore but i do so i really want to start getting into audiobooks but it's like audible is like 15 dollars a month or something like that and i just don't want to like jump on make that commitment because i don't know if like i'll have the time even to listen but um one that i read a while back was uh american psycho obviously based on the movie by Brett Easton Ellis and that is a damn good book like way uh, way better and I love the movie but the book is so much more graphic uh you know gore wise and also sexually that's definitely a book I got like a boner about because like oh man there's some like intense sex scenes and stuff in that but uh when they when they describe him yeah did you (laughs) read that (laughs) I I read I read maybe half of it when I was in high school so I didn't remember nothing Shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's about when I read it too. It was like I think my first year of college or something like that. But uh, yeah, fantastic book. Uh, if you dug the movie, which most people have probably seen by now, um, definitely recommend checking out. And if you haven't seen the movie, read the book and then go watch the movie. So yeah. All right. Uh, he uh, Jedi Mind had another question. Is when do we get another great vampire movie? Ooh. When was, like, um, I guess, what's come out recently? I'm trying to think, like, a vampire movie recently. I don't think anything's come out since Twilight. That's what I'm trying to think. pretty much killed it for Twilight years. Twilight killed the horror vampire movies? There's got to be something we're not thinking of. I bet there's a bunch of low budgets, but as far as, like, anything big, nothing rings a bell. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Um, hopefully soon. (laughs) I mean, my favorite one that's, like, come out recently was probably 30 Days a Night. That was, like, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It seems like it seems like yesterday, though. I mean, my all-time favorite is From Dust Till Dawn, though. Like, I love that movie. I would take it over Fright Night. I would take it over... Damn. Yeah, I really would. I just... There's just something about that movie. I, I don't know what it is, but I fucking love it. Yeah, I think I'd go Near Dark... Uh, Fright Night, and then Dust Till Dawn. Alright. I know there was one recently that came out called, well, maybe not recently, but within the last like five to ten years, called uh, 
only oh actually we didn't do what we do in the shadows if that counts i mean it's oh yeah company. yeah our company but i i still count it uh what we do in the shadows absolutely and the tv show both fantastic which both are on my what watched coming up yeah. oh nice but uh as far as like straight horror yeah nothing I, oh actually well this was actually probably came out a while ago too but uh let the right one in that was probably like what that was probably about 10 15 years ago too yeah. right both of those are good too the original and remake yeah, they are. Definitely. So, yeah, that's that's all I got. Steve. Steve, nope. you're muted. I was, I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really too bad because uh, Twilight really killed the genre for a long time. But I do feel that it gave us a break of vampire films, and now, you know, it just takes one film to really reboot it back. Um, I thought the Universal Monster universe would hopefully bring a cool because there was dracula untold or was that the last one that they yeah did? which i liked yeah which was pretty good that was recent dish um and we're going to talk about one in the news that i'm very interested to see where they bring it but we'll talk about that a little bit later um but yeah i, I mean i'd love to see a great vampire film but there definitely hasn't been any in a long time um and finally jedi mind has one last question he asked who was the monster at the end of the thing? Mm. It's uh, Childs. That's it. That's Childs, <laughs> man. Fucking Childs. Yeah. Man, I uh, I haven't seen. I haven't watched the thing in a solid ten plus oh, years. That's a great ending, though, where you don't know it for is. sure. They're yeah. both gonna die anyway. I mean, there's no shelter for them in Antarctica. Right. They're all fucked. I mean, is that do you think that's Carpenter's best movie? A lot of people think it is, like over Halloween. I would go with Ghosts of Mars, man. Personally, are you being serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hate that movie. It's just it's fucking weird. But uh, best Carpenter. That's a. Mm. We could do. We should do a Carpenter retrospective. I think we haven't done. We haven't done it like in a retrospective. We should do a director retrospective on like Craven Carp. We did a Romero episode. Yeah, so it's been um, a while. I think Romero was the last one we did. So I we think should it's definitely a, do a the last Carpenter. and only one, huh? Actually, yeah, I think the only one when Romero died. So maybe yeah. when Carpenter dies, um, <laughs> we'll do a, do a Carpenter retrospective. I think we we missed the boat on Craven, but we should yeah. go back and do it. I, I think uh, top of my head, Christine would be his best movie. Ooh, okay, interesting. That's fucking great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a good one. Would you say he's the be- who? Would you say is the best horror director? Romero, dude. Romero. Or if you want to go living though, um, which he's like the only surviving classic, right? Okay. Who? I mean, Carpenter's only surviving oh, Car- one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. As far as like the classics go, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's so tough for me. It's it's death for me. It's between. I mean, Romero. See, like, I I love zombie movies, like, I just, like, put them a peg down for some, like, reason or the other. I mean, I, and I like zombie movies, but maybe just because it's, like, re- most recently, it's been, like, oversaturated and whatnot, but I don't know, I just, I just like more inventive things, like, you know, with, like, what Carpenter and Craven did, so I would put, like, them above Romero, but, like, I don't fault anyone that says Romero's the best. <laughs> I, I don't sell uh don't forget about you know the crazies monkey shines 
Yeah, that's uh, true. That drawing true. a blank. Martin's yeah, fucking excellent. What's with these directors, though, when, like, later in life they just start directing just awful movies? Like, uh, with Romero, was it Bruiser? Bruiser and, wasn't and, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember it. His last two were garbage. Survival of the Dead and... Um, uh, Dire, diary. diary, yeah. Ugh, d- ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's terrible. Yeah. And what, what, man, what what is Carpenter doing? Like, is he just doesn't want to direct movies anymore, huh? Because no. like, what, what, what was the last fucking? It's been like what fifteen uh, plus the, years. The Ward, right? Yeah. I I think I on guess. A, on the interview he said he his like movie career is kind of done and he likes being like a rock star now. He just likes composing and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I don't fault him. I mean, why not? Like, he already had, like, why, like, continue on, like, and just ruin your legacy by making shitty movies, I guess. But I'd what, like to see what he would do. What was his last one? I mean, The Ward, right? Did, is that what you just said? Oh. <laughs> yeah, <never mind. laughs> Dang. That house oh, is cursed, I'm telling you. What, did I get a... Oh, my... Yeah, my memory's going. I got fucking sick. <laughs> I have an echo. Is, is my deep? is my echo bad right now? No, it's not too bad. Okay. No, it's not bad at all. No, it's, no, it's fine. Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, well, we mentioned it last episode, but Todd's moved into a new house, and we're pretty convinced the demon's in there and is is taking him over. So you know, it might not be. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the next few episodes. But Todd might fucking we might be like hearing some scratching, fucking like get out. Come out. <laughs> what was <Yeah>. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have listeners writing in, being like, dude, at like. 40 minutes, 37 seconds. You can hear fucking demon I'll swallow voice. your soul. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? The, the, when I go in the basement, like I automatically get like a runny nose. So maybe it's a, like a sneeze demon. Todd, you need to sage that house immediately. <laughs> fucking flies and shit. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll go, I'll go to like uh, a shop here in, in town in Salem and I'll buy you some sage and mail it. All right, do it. Alright, I will. I'm serious. <laughs> you, you don't know what bad... You, you should all. A lot of people say that. You should always sage like a new house just to get the bad energy out from the previous like, well, I mean, and stuff. They were grandma and grandpa. I lived here for 20 plus years and they were just <laughs> they? retired. What they were doing? That's you true. Know? Could have been like the fucking... Uh, what's that movie with uh, the crazy grandma... The Visit? Oh, been, like, had, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be crazy fucking old people, man. That's true. <laughs> Right, where were we? We got <laughs> All right, next All right. question. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was it for the Twitter questions. Uh, so now we're going to go to Facebook, where you could go on Joe's House of Horror or on the dedicated Three Guys That Horror page. Um, Daryl Hook asks, what's a movie that's so bad or uninteresting that you've never been able to finish it? Ooh, good okay. one. I will, f- I will fully say this. I don't think there's ever been a movie I haven't finished. Like, I've watched dog shit fucking movies. But I just, I've, I guess I'm a completist. Like, I just need to see, like, how it ends or how they're going to end it. So, there's not much. Like, it, like, and I'm talking, like, I've watched, like, bottom of the barrel, just awful dog shit movies. But, uh... I mean, I guess there's so one is like in high school, and it wasn't even my choice, but uh, you know, my I had an ex girlfriend, and like she was like getting pretty handsy with me in the movie theater. She was like, "Let's get out of here" and stuff, and I was like, "Well, okay, I guess so." Said, no, bitch, was, we're watching the movie. <laughs> I was like, I kind of, 
and even in my head, I was like, man, I really want to see how this movie ends. But I walked out, and uh, it was The Jacket with Adrian Brody, which was, I guess, kind of a horror movie. Mm. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but that's, like, the last movie I walked out of. Uh, but, yeah, recently, not, I'll just finish it. Like, I, like, fucking Lords of Salem, I did not want to finish that movie at all, but I finished it. So, yeah, nothing, that's a... Yeah, I'm, I'm just a completist. I'll watch it even if it sucks so bad. Yeah, I I do that quite often, actually. If there's something I'm not into or think stupid, I'll just turn it off. Like, I know you really like The Golem on Netflix, but I got maybe 30 in, and I turned it off. I thought it was very, like, TV movie-ish to me. And I know you said it picked up, but, yeah, that was my, my latest, yeah. my most recent one. I'm going to talk about on what watch. All right, cool. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of like Joe. I always want to finish a movie because I always have, like, this small sliver of hope that maybe the end is going to bring a movie all together. Uh, what I would base this on is more how many times did I have to watch it because I fell asleep watching it, and that's kind of where I, I know if it's a bad movie or not. Uh, one of the movies that I'm going to talk about, my what watch, took me three times to watch it because it was just so bad. So, uh, yeah, uh, but I will try to finish a movie because... I want to give. Say the, the don't say the name. It'll be a nice tease. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying the name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, he, and he says, Daryl says, for me it was Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. I've never been able to get more than twenty minutes into it. I don't blame you. <laughs> and if, if we're being honest, I'm. But that opening good. scene is actually good. Like, oh yeah, the opening ten minutes. Yeah. But it's like a dream sequence, right? But it's good. Good scene. <laughs> what are you going to be honest about? You like it? No, not that I like it, but don't hate it anymore Uh-oh. like i can see what he tried to do with it he tried to be a little cute with it and didn't really work all the way but uh i really like dr loomis in it and he's really good in part two as well and uh yeah i'm trying I mean, to i'm trying to defend it now and i'm just thinking about the stuff that's not good <laughs> <laughs> but no i think it's not as terrible really, as how can you hate him out you know no. i mean it's still not as bad as resurrection that's a piece of shit or uh yeah resurrection with fucking What's his face? Buster Rhymes. Ugh. Trick or treat, motherfucker! How can, I mean, come on, man. Kung Fu. I mean, how can you hate that? Ugh, that's, <laughs> that's so bad. I just hate when, when anytime there's like a rapper that can't act. There's a couple rappers and musicians that can and are really good. Like uh, the guy Common, he's a pretty good actor. But uh, like mostly they're just like, like Beyonce, she ruins things. Like don't be in the fucking movie, please. Yeah, there was that weird. I think we've talked about this in another episode, but there was that like weird phase in the '90s where they were just putting rappers in horror movies. Oh, I think you mentioned yeah. Freddy vs. Jason last episode too about um, the girl from Destiny's Child being on it. Yeah, Kelly Rowland. Yeah, she's yeah. garbage. She like was the worst part of that movie, probably, other than like Freddy getting high, Snake Freddy getting high. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Brian Conrad asked. Are you fans of Toby Hooper's Eaten Alive or Crocodile? If so, what are your thoughts? I personally love Robert England in Eaten Alive. Yeah, Eaten Alive is a weird-ass movie, man. And um, Robert England is a skinny little creeper fuck in that movie. Um, practical alligator or crocodile, I don't know which one's which, but yeah, practical effects is really um, not like great, but I mean, I appreciate when they do a good practical effect. But uh, I don't think of seen alligator in forever if if it's the one where the kid falls in the pool then i have but if not then i'm drawing a blank on it i i don't think i've seen either of them to be quite honest so i can't talk much on it but i'll definitely have to 
add him to the list and watch him. Yeah, neither have I, so there you go. Um, Sorry we failed you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. uh, horror with Sir Sturdy's asks, what is your favorite aquatic horror movie, not including Jaws? J- uh, I'll oh. go first on this one. Um, I For me, it's Deep Lucy. I just really dug that film. It, uh, a lot of surprise moments, and there, it was another one with the rapper in it with Ella Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's you know, good. Nice. He's good. Yeah, he's that. actually pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I really dug that movie. It was a nice, fresh take on the, you know, the shark genre, and uh, it was a fun watch. So, that would be mine. He was in H two O too. Yeah, he was good yes, in that too. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a security guard, right? That's what he. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with Deep Blue Sea. I such and like I, Deep Blue Sea and Lake Placid. I just mentioned both of them uh, minutes ago, but. Uh, I really love both of those movies. Uh, I think they're two of the better, like, I guess, aquatic horror movies there are out there. So, yeah, I'll go those two. And, I mean, Jaws, obviously, but did he say other than Jaws? Yeah, not including Jaws. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I'll go with those two. Jaws Part 2. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that, it's not that good. <laughs> I don't really like it that much. Um, Is gonna... Jaws, did Jaws 2 have, a like, a, a side name, too? Or was it just Jaws two? Uh, the the Revenge. No, the, is that Jaws two? The Revenge is four. Oh, Revenge is four, right? and Jaws three three D was yeah, three. I think two is just two. Okay. Um, I love Deep Blue Sea, but I'll go somewhere different. Uh, I'm looking at aquatic horror movies. The Reef is really good. Australian one about people that get off a boat and they get killed by sharks. Um, Triangle, but that's more sci-fi. Oh, the Piranha remake is excellent. Yeah, I was gonna say Piranha. Yeah, that's a good one. That's it. All right, very cool. And then uh, he says, if I had to choose, I'd say nineteen seventy-eight Piranha. So there you go. He agrees. Uh, he also asks, what uh, do what aquatic animals would you like to see in a horror movie face-off? He says, Loch Ness monster versus Megalodon. Where the Meg like swims up a river into the lock, right? And fights it out. Um, wait, what was the question? I'm sorry, I animal it. versus animal for yeah, aquatic. Aqu- aqu- aquatic animal versus animal. Uh, I personally always liked like squids or octopus. Uh, I think they're very creepy looking. Uh, I I always think about Ten Thousand Leagues Under Sea, which I know it's not really a horror film, but it always freaked me out that they can kind of grab an entire submarine. That's a good movie. So I'd definitely like to see something along those lines. Uh, but what it would fight, that I'm not too sure. Maybe a shark, I guess. I, I'm i not too sure. Let's do giant squids versus dolphins. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen Shark versus Giant Octopus? I think it was a sci-fi movie. <laughs> no. No? No. All right, well, that one's a fun time. I got a, I got a fun fact for you. One of the dolphins from Jaws 3D is still alive. Oh, he's, uh, he's doing oh, shows. Wow. Yeah. He's gonna be fucking old. He's old as fuck. Yeah, but he's still alive. <laughs> still kicking ass. Good for him, man. Hopefully, he's getting tons of dolphin puss out there. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go. You know, I would love, and I, I was just gonna mention this. I would love to see an eel, a killer eel movie, because I don't know if they've ever done it. So I'm gonna go electric eel versus piranhas. Well, Electric Eel did make the villain in Spider-Man 2. So, <laughs> technically... 
<laughs> okay, then. I mean, it's not as good as Spider-Man 3, though. So, right. you, dude, I really like <laughs> Spider-Man 3, so don't start. What? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's so fucking bad. It's not bad. Be, besides it's the freaking... Besides him, like... The emo dance. Pian- oh, my God. Don't bring that up. <laughs> Let's just skip like that scene. He's like, I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> when, when Sandman, like, floats in the wind. Like a fart. It's awful. Uh, All right, how can you defend this movie? It's a I good movie. Know. It's a really it's good... Just- it's, it's a solid third movie um it's got james franco getting his face blown off and then he he's like i gotta go help peter even though he killed my dad because i'm kind of overreacting because my dad was really a bad guy and peter didn't do anything wrong so you got that arc then you got mary jane uh peter's not wrong he was just corrupted by fucking james franco's character you got that arc and then you got the skinny chick in the apartment building trying to bang peter by giving him cookies that's cool and it's, it's a good movie, man. I'm serious. Steve, help me out here. Yeah, you, you, so you like Topher Gray's Venom. He looks like a like a pea, and the only thing that it's like sounds, <laughs> they, they just bang some sticks, and he's like, nope, I'm out. That's he's, it. he's like, ow, my ears. <laughs> I To be fair, I haven't seen the new Venom, so I'm not sure how Tom Hardy did. Um, Pretty good. But I like Topher Gray's period, so maybe that's why. All right. <laughs> have you seen uh, Black Klansman with Topher Grace as like a raving racist? I, ha- I haven't yet. I've I heard ju- good things about it. I just watched it yesterday, actually. It's good, huh? It's great. It's great. It's, it's a like good a movie. And Topher Grace, yeah, he plays his role really well as David Duke. Yeah, I love how he's like, you know how I can tell you're not one of them N-words? He's like, because you don't speak like one. And at the end, he's like, hey, man. <laughs> like He like blows his mind <laughs> that he's a black guy the entire time. Yeah, and I love that like shot on him as yeah. he like starts to like it, it really starts to dawn on him yeah. what just happened. Great. Yeah, Great that's such a good the the dude that played like his the I'm gonna say the crazy racist because I know which one you're gonna you're knowing about like the crazy dude, even though they're all pretty crazy, but yeah, like yeah. the fucking wacko yeah. that guy was freaky. Well, the one that's yeah, 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 he was. yeah. but yeah. Um, Kylo Ren's good in everything. Uh, Adam Driver, so yeah, good, good movie. Besides the dead don't die. I mean, he was good in it. Ah, uh, yeah, he was fine. I'm, I'm just fucking around. Um, all right, did everyone answer that question? I'm not even sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Daryl Spears asks, "What's your favorite alligator slash crocodile movie?" For me, it's like Joe, Lake Placid, just an amazing movie. Betty White in a horror film. I mean, come on, amazing. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. I yeah, Lake Placid. I think it's like the one of the best creature features ever. Yeah, and I was yelling at the radio saying Betty White in your trivia question. For the record. Yeah, right. For the record. <laughs> All right. Um, and Todd, do you agree also? Oh, yeah, definitely. Question? All right, cool. Uh, next one is Cody Smith asked, what creature movie would you like to see more of? I guess we kind of answered that a few times, unless there's something different you guys got in mind. Yeah, I'm going eel. I want to see like a like a killer eel movie for sure. I'd like to see some good snakes, like maybe a good Anaconda sequel. Anaconda, yeah. Yeah, there hasn't really been many, Actually, but, so, surprisingly. Yeah, someone says that I'd love to see a hippo horror movie. I, I, I can see that. That'd be cool. Sure, yeah. yeah. Hmm. We, we just got a boar, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's it for the questions this week. So thank you, everybody. Don't forget to oh, send don't forget, those questions. Uh, don't forget the email we got from uh, our buddy Eric Symbiotically Geeky. Oh, you, I did. Okay, so you did get an email. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
screenshot it to you. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's in that. It's in our group chat. Oh, did not see that. All right, let me go check here. Yes, yeah, while you're getting that up, Spider-Man Three is a <laughs> cinematic <laughs> masterpiece. I, I preferred over Spider-Man Two, and I know everyone loves that movie, but I don't. Really? So there you uh, go. Yeah. Wow. And ugh. bold words. Spider-Man Two was pretty good, <laughs> from what I remember. Nah, Didn't man. Spider-Man Two have Bruce Campbell in it? Well, they all had Bruce Campbell in it. But... Yeah, all, all three. Yeah, all three. Okay, all three but did, Spider-Man yeah. Two had when they like ham and fist turned Spider-Man into Jesus at one moment, and I was like, "Come on!" Funny, we're talking about Spider-Man, and the movie we're doing tonight was produced by Sam Raimi. So oh, shit. That's a little segue. <laughs> all right, I got the question here. So, symbiotically geeky uh, sends an email and asks, "Fuck Mary Kill Crocodator uh, Edition." So, all right. Yes. Uh, Mariska Haragate from Lake Robin Riker, who played the doctor in Alligator, and Tasha Mitchell from Rogue. And she was he was tempted to throw in Betty White in the mix, but <laughs> ain't nobody alive can take that can tame that woman. So No, she would break your dick in half. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up the alligator person. Yeah, I don't know which one they're from Rogue? Ro- Rogue is Rogue. um isn't the same chick in what's her uh, name? Salt and Precinct Thirteen remake. Uh, okay, maybe. Hold. I'm looking this. I'm looking her up right now. But if Steve, if you want to go, I'm looking yeah. this chick. No, I, I'm also looking her up. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Rat- Rata Mitchell is also the lead in the first Silent Hill movie. That makes rings a bell. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. She's a cop. Yep. Silent Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um. Alligator. Man, we're terrible right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm marrying Mariska Hargate because I just feel like she's good wifey material. Um, and she's not bad looking. And I've watched Larnor Special to Victims Unit quite a lot, and I enjoy that show. So I'm gonna um... marry her. <laughs> um and then I'm going to who was the other girl besides the one from Rogue? Robin Riker, I believe he said. Robin uh, Riker. Yeah, from Alligator. Okay, I don't even, I don't, I can't think of what she looks like, but I'm just going to fuck her because I'm looking at Radha Mitchell right now, and she's not doing it for me, so I'm going to fuck the other one and kill uh, this Radha Mitchell woman from Rogue. Uh, I'm going to nail the girl from Silent Hill in her uniform, because it's like a leathery kind of uniform, Radha Mitchell thing. I'm going to... Kill the other chick from Lake Placid because she's just kind of plain Jane. And then Robin Riker, I'm going to marry her. Okay. Uh, and for me, I'm going to um, marry the uh, girl from. Uh, what was she in? Sorry, uh, Rogue. I'm going to fuck the girl from uh, Alligator, and I'm going to kill the one from Lake Placid. What was the like placid girl name again? Uh, Mariska Haggerty. Haggerty. She just my problem. She looks like someone oh, okay. who would be very bossy, like in her picture on IMDb. Anyway, yeah, she wanted and to speak I, to your manager if something was upset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what she looks like. Well, I guess you guys aren't special victims unit fans then. No. <laughs> uh, nope. I've had some great experiences on like a Sunday night, Sunday hungover, don't want to change the channel, 
Special Victims Unit Marathon on. She's got me through some times. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so Symbiotic Geeky had one more question. He asked, what is the first killer animal movie you remember seeing? I'm guessing a lot of people would say Cujo. The first horror movie I ever watched was Willard when I was two, not in 1971. Uh, the first I remember seeing was Night of Lupus. It's been years since I've seen it, but you can be a giant mutant killer bunnies. You can't beat giant mutant killer bunnies. So the question is, what's the first killer animal movie you remember seeing? That's well, got to be Jaws for me. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws for me too, followed by Cujo probably. Uh, for me, it's actually... I probably saw one before, but the first one that marked me was actually Jurassic Park. So, oh. I mean, di- dinosaur technically existed, so that is kind of a creature feature. Did they? Oh, yes. They did. <laughs> <laughs> some... some uh, it was in a movie, Joe. Some, it has some, to be real. Some religious freaks might might not agree with you. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because there's a place over here called the uh, I forget what it's called actually but it's about the Ark you know yeah. and they have dinosaurs going into the oh. Ark with all the animals so yeah. I've never been but I've seen reviews like be like wait there's when was there dinosaurs because wouldn't dinosaurs <laughs> be around right now so yeah I guess they yeah there you go there's some crazy religious freaks that say dinosaurs couldn't have existed because they would have been before God and Jesus and stuff. So yeah, because I think <laughs> they think the Earth is only like six thousand years old or some shit. Right, like that. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> but screw books, I guess. Did you guys hear about the asteroid that came dangerously close to hitting us, and they only knew like an hour yeah, before it happened? Did 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 you actually read the article? Yeah, it was forty five thousand miles. Yeah, away. exactly. I mean, near us is a little. Uh... <laughs> But isn't that crazy that, like, 45,000 miles is, like, extremely close? <laughs> yeah. Space, space is a scary place. In space terms, it's fucking close. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy, though. Then how, how they didn't see it is a little frightening. <laughs> yeah. So they're telling Whatever, me they man, don't like, have Armageddon? You, wouldn't you, like, not want to know if a fucking asteroid was coming to kill us? Wouldn't you just rather, like, it just come and kill us? Than, like, no, worrying about no I, I would want to know. Yeah. Want to know? I, I'd, I, because then you do whatever the fuck you want. There's no consequences anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but then but then it's like create. But then it could get like really bad. Like you could have like guy people going out like murdering people and raping people and stuff. It'd be like the purge. Yeah, I'd want it just so I could be at home. Yeah. I sure, but I mean, I'm just saying like it could be very bad at the same time. They should make a horror movie about that. Like, the world's about to end. What happened? They made a drama about it with Steve Carell, which was actually pretty good. I don't remember the name of it. Seeking oh, Friends for the End of the World or something like that? Yeah, I've yeah seen something it. like that. Uh, but a horror version would be really cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm caught. All right, I'm trademarking that, so if you make it, I want, I want some uh, royalties, please. Hey, does that wrap up the... Uh... Yep, that's Stuff. that's all of the emails and social media that we had this week. All right, uh, I got a couple questions for you guys before we go on to what watched. Um, Steve, do you like coffee? I love coffee. Coffee's awesome. Joe, do you like Tell coffee? I do like coffee, especially coffee from Deadly Grounds. Oh, thanks for ruining my fucking segue. <laughs> Here's a commercial, everybody. Thanks, Joe. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious. 
about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. All right. Uh, how about you, Slita, Steve, for what watched? All right. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, something I'm not going to say too much about because you guys talked a lot about it last year. I finally watched Unfriended Dark Web. Uh, and I think, um, Todd, this was on your top list, you and Joe, right, last year? It was. I think it was top ten. I don't think it was top five. <laughs> okay. So, But it was up there. It was uh, yeah, something definitely. you guys liked. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say too much about it. A guy gets a laptop, there's secret files on it, and he's on a Skype chat with his friends, and then his computer turns out to be tied to the dark web, and all these things happen. Uh, it was better than the first one. Uh, I don't remember what the first one was called. Maybe it was just Unfriended. So I thought it was it was cool in that regard. But having seen a better version of this type of movie in the movie Searching, I kind of didn't like it as much as you guys seem to. I think because I seen something that I felt was better, it, it kind of felt a step down from there. So I didn't love it. It they had some cool moments, but I don't know. There's just something that was missing for it. I don't know if it was the end of it that I didn't like, or it's, I'm just trying to put my finger on it. But for me, it wouldn't be more than like a seven out of ten. Are you talking dark web? I just got back. Yeah, he did. Dark web, yeah. Okay, I figured. Yeah, Searching was a pretty solid movie, too. I actually think I liked Dark Web better, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that didn't grab me. Because I I spent a lot of time reading about the Dark Web. There's a lot of interesting stuff. And I feel they could have gone further into what the Dark Web is and stuff like that, which they didn't. And I just felt there was something missing in the movie that I can't quite put my finger on. All right. All right. I will go. Uh, 2018's The Bye Bye Man. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yes. I liked it a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So The Bye Bye Man is about a group of... You have of... the fucking Bye Bye Man Spider-Man 2 over here now. <laughs> Spider-Man Jesus. 3, dude, not 2. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, some college kids rent like a house for the summer, I think, or I don't know, something like that. And they read a, the dude reads like a thing written in like the bottom of a shelf saying like, don't say it, don't read it, don't think it or whatever. And then it brings a bye-bye man, which fair, you know, I'm going to give it to you. Terrible CGI on the dog for the bye-bye man that he has walking around. But, uh, man, I thought it was a cool little movie. It definitely wouldn't have made my anywhere near my top 10 in 2018. But for what it was, like a cheap uh, PG-13, you know, teen horror movie, I thought it, it's better than it's a lot better than stupid ass Slender Man, so I'll give it that. But yeah, I'd, whatever. It was, I thought it was a pretty cool movie. I would agree with you on that. It's definitely better than Slender Man, and I mean, I'm giving you a little shit, but it, I don't think it was a good movie. But it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be when I watched it. So yeah, it was a above, like a middle of the ground, like have a good time with it. Don't take it seriously. Horror flick. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Alright, uh, first one I got, uh, we were just talking about a little bit ago, was The Gollum. Um, so, quick plot synopsis, uh, I'll just read the IMDB for you guys. Uh, during an outbreak of a deadly plague, a mythical woman, 
must save her tight-knit Jewish community from foreign invaders. But the entity she conjures to protect them is a far greater evil. Um, yeah, th- this one actually. So, like I was saying, or like we were saying earlier, it does take a little bit to get going. Probably, I would say, get about 30, 40 minutes in. It's a little slow mover, but once it gets going, it really picks up and gets really, really good. Um, so, like, yeah, she conjures up uh, this uh, golem, which is you know, this evil entity, but it looks like a little boy. And, yeah, I mean, it's... It fucking gets pretty batshit crazy in some parts. Like, we get, like, heads exploding, and, I mean, this, like, demon thing really kicks ass. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was a really solid watch. Will it make... I mean, this is a 2019 release. Will it make my best of the year list or anything like that? No, but I think it's definitely worth a watch. I mean, I'm I'm teetering somewhere, like, around a 7 on it. So, I, I mean, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Cool. Um, the next one I watched is called The Basement. It's a movie I saw on Netflix. It's about a guy that gets abducted by a serial killer who then proceeds to roleplay as a bunch of different people as he slowly, very slowly tortures him. This movie is so damn bad that I had to watch it three times because I kept falling asleep. The acting is terrible. The story makes no sense at all. The majority of the film takes place in the same room. Uh, so this guy, he just he, he just like goes into this room as different characters to torture this guy like psychologically and then a little bit physically. And it's so random. Like he's a clown. Then he goes upstairs, comes back down, and he's a lawyer. Then he's a cop. And then it just like makes no <laughs> I like the lawyer one at all. <laughs> oh, it's just like so stupid and random and. Then there's a twist ending, which makes just complete horrible twist ending at the end. Was it him it the really... whole time? Yeah, no, it's like it, it was his, it, like a, the guy's wife had set it up. It's her twin brother or something uh, that was doing the torturing. <laughs> it, it felt like when I was in college, I, I studied film in college, and it felt like the kind of movie that I would see in film school um, that other students made because there's no budget and no time. You know, you have to do a movie in a weekend and you have to do it in your parents' basement because there's nowhere else you can film it. That, that's what it felt like I was watching. So to watch it for an hour and a half was just... Ugh. I don't recommend it all. It's like a 2 out of 10. And the 2 is only because I like the clown bit. And didn't, that's it. Didn't it suck, though, like showing your student films to other students and like having uh, yeah, them shit it, on them all the time? It, it did. It was even worse because when it was within the film class, at least they kind of understood the struggle and, you know, the budget and you don't have all the equipment like Hollywood films. But they would often make us do kind of little film festivals that they would show to the whole college. And that was frustrating because people would always treat it as if it's supposed to be a Hollywood film and they completely just shit on it for reasons that you're completely out of your control. So, yeah, that's... uh, I didn't like that part of it for sure. Yeah, there's no way that guy's a lawyer. Well, yeah, it's my friend that's 23 playing the character guy. Sorry. Yeah, but, but that, that, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, you need an old person, and you know, you have to ask like your parents, or it's just yeah. It just I had, work I had my mom and dad play a lot of characters for me. <laughs> no, me too. And my sister, and like my cousins, because they were younger. If I needed a kid, I'd like threw them in there, and it's just you don't have a choice. That's what you have, you know. Yep. Alright, my second one is a combo. What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, which I... This is my fourth or fifth time seeing it. I love it. 
Uh, and then I watched what we do in the shadows, the TV show on, is it on FX? Yes, sir. Okay. FX. I watched it on Hulu and the show took me like three, maybe four episodes to get into. And I was like, oh, I'm not liking this, but then it hit. And I think they like hit their stride and knew what they wanted to do comedically. And it just took off from there and I ended up loving it. Um, <laughs> There's some fantastic like you got to get over that it's not the movie and it's essentially a remake of it in uh, in TV show form, but there were some freaking fantastic moments and I ended I was actually watching it with my mom and my wife she's my mom was here on vacation and uh, I didn't expect for them to be like graphic gay sex in it so when that when that scene popped the up orgy, there was, you watch the orgy episode oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> when he's he's hitting that guy doggy style <laughs> but uh. I thought it was really good. It took a little while to get started, but I think that's just mostly me uh, trying to compare it too much to the show, uh, to the movie. But I highly recommend it. How many? How good are, is that uh, one episode where they, uh, with all the cameos there, with all like Wesley oh, Snipes Blade. and Pee Wee Herman and all that? Yeah, and then when the the movie guys come back for the what are they, the try the what are they fucking guys tribunal or the something cool. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Blade was hilarious. He's on Skype and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. How I think maybe that is one of my favorite episodes. But when they go out with the Baron, like the night out with the Baron, oh yeah, they, like go drinking with him and shit. That episode's fantastic. They fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, next up for me is actually you guys might be surprised on this. This is a first time watch for me. I had never seen this before, and it is Terror Train. I'm sure you've both seen it. Yeah, I don't like it though. No. Uh yeah, I dug it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it is a little tame though for a slasher movie. I was expecting more kills and whatnot. But uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty fun watch. Um, you know, if you've never seen it, basically the premise is it's new year's eve and these group of teenagers um are going on this like costume train like party and there's a killer on board and uh yeah that's like the basic premise of it stars jamie lee curtis and of all people david copperfield is like a really big character in it uh but yeah i mean i think it's like a decent slasher from the 80s not the best or anything, but uh, I, I thought I had a pretty fun time watching it, so I would recommend it. I have some other trivia that's not for a trivia game. Real quick. Let's, let's see what other horror what? movie that's on a train did David Copperfield star in? Ooh. Shit. I don't know. I have no idea. Steve, have you seen Terror Train? I haven't. Okay. Wait, did you, did you watch Terror Train or... Wait, wait, what did you say you watched? Terror Train. Oh, man, I thought you said something else at the beginning. Or Am I crazy, Joe? Or Steve? No, I heard Terror Train, too. Oh, never mind. Terror Train's the answer. It's the fucking, it's the fucking demon. <laughs> it's the fucking demon in your house, Todd, man. You're fucked up. <laughs> no, I, I, thought you, I thought you said the Midnight, midnight Meat Train. Oh, no, Terror Train. Terror Train. It's the did fucking, you, did you is, like that one? No, I don't like Midnight Meat Train at all, but Terror Train's okay. But okay. damn, it's fucking Valak. <laughs> She's coming for me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're done for, bro. Well, that's that's perfect timing because my next, my last uh, What Watch might come in handy, Todd. It's called. It's a documentary film called The Devil and Father Amorph. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. Nope. 
Hey, right. So it's hosted by William Friedkin, who, who is the director of The Exorcist. And it's a documentary about the first ever, apparently, I don't really believe it, but the first ever Vatican-approved filming of an exorcism. Um, so Father Amorth is, or was, because he passed away, the lead exorcist at the Vatican. And he was performing his ninth exorcism on an Italian woman. And they let William Friedkin come and film it, but without a crew. He had to hand film it because they wouldn't allow anyone else in the room. Which is weird because there was a bunch of other people in the room who I have no idea what they were there for. I think they're family or something, but anyway. So, first the movie goes into a little bit of history of the Exorcist films and stuff like that. How it was written by uh, William Peter Blatty and how William Friedkin got into it and why he did it and all that stuff. Which was very interesting because... Uh, the Exorcist is one of my rare tens. And then we watch pretty much the entire exorcism take place. It's really kind of freaky because when the woman screams, she kind of screams in two voices, uh, a little bit like in The Exorcist. So that really got me into the movie because I'm like, okay, maybe there's something here. It's 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 not normal, the way that she's screaming. Uh, she doesn't do much else other than kind of just move around a lot as she's being pinned down and getting you know prayers sent at her and stuff like that. But the voices from her screaming was really freaky. Uh, then the second half of the film is like doctors and psychologists talking about the footage that uh, he presented to them, which was okay, just kind of getting the medical and the science perspective of what happened. Uh, the bummer thing is the end of the film and a big red flag for me as to whether or not this whole thing was kind of fiction or i don't know just entertainment is that the uh so that father morris passes away from natural causes and the italian woman calls the director to meet her in a park in italy so he goes there with the crew and he waits there for two hours and she doesn't show up and then apparently she calls him in like just complete anger saying why the hell are you here you you said you would be here and she tells him that she's in a church, not at the park, like he had said. So he goes to this really creepy old Italian church to meet her. And then he says, and I'm not even kidding you, we forgot to bring the cameras in. So here's a description of what happened. And that alone, I'm like, come on. Are you telling me you made this whole documentary and you're going to meet the person with the demon in her and you don't bring the camera? You had the crew at the park. And then he's talking about she's slithering on the ground like a snake. And then she hovers a little bit, and then she's screaming in different tongues, and then the movie ends. It was just like, was, I got such blue balls from this film, because I was expecting this really awesome ending, and the description would have been really cool to see. Nothing. So, that's, yeah. That's lame. And then she totally flew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Johnny like, saw it. Ask Johnny. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they, they show pictures of the church and stuff, but who the hell cares? I want to see the stuff they describe. Like, that's why I watch the stupid thing. Yeah. Is lame, but still, uh, I, I'd watch the first half just to see kind of what an exorcism is like in real life. Uh, that was pretty interesting, but other than that, not really recommended. Alrighty, shout out to Eric S., who sent us a couple questions earlier. We were talking about this movie months and months ago, and I decided to watch it finally. I know he bought it and watched it. Uh, Stay Alive uh, came out early 2000s based on video games, and I watched it then. And this is the second watching for me. Pretty much brand new, though, because it's, I mean, watched it that one time. Uh, the premise is that if you play this video game and die in the game, you die in real life. I mean, that's been used to death already. Um, 
pretty bad graphics, but the graphics for video games at that time anyway were garbage already, so you kind of forgive it. Um, run-of-the-mill plot, very predictable. You know who's going to die because they, you know, they... Oh, fucking with it. They spotlight it, like, before it happens, and you know, oh, this guy's going to die for sure. Um, didn't hate it. Pretty standard run-of-the-mill, like, teenage horror movie. Not a lot of blood. Not a lot of scares. A lot of jump scares that aren't effective, in my opinion. But overall, like a stupid, okay movie. I saw that movie in theaters, and like I literally don't remember like anything about it besides Frankie Muniz. Yeah, he's in it, and he wears like a upside down visor. That's like his trademark. <laughs> That's so he's like a uh, fucking Jamie Kennedy in that rap movie, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they all like take video gaming ultra serious, where they're like cracking their thumbs and like warming up and using like uh wrist protectors to hold a PST remote. It's pretty funny. <laughs> nice. Do, do they do that horrible uh, movie trope where they just smash buttons and you can totally tell they're not actually playing video games? Yeah. Or they do the, like when they move their body insanely, like in right, right. directions. Oh, yeah. God. That drives me <laughs> fucking batshit crazy every time I see it. And they do it in almost every movie. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like maybe if I'm playing a racing game, I'll slightly move my hands, you know, as I'm, as if I'm gripping a wheel. But other than that, like, it's pretty, like, your hands are in your freaking lap, basically, and you're moving your fingers. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some, like, by my mom, if, when I used to give her my Nintendo controller, she'd jump with Mario and stuff like that. Yeah. So when you're, <laughs> like, really new at gaming, that that maybe you'll do it. But if you're a gamer in any way, no, you, you usually just lay back, barely moving, you know, just your thumbs, if anything. So Yeah. yeah. Unless you're playing Striking Vipers. <laughs> when you're using yeah. your dick. <laughs> I feel like that, I mean, that, that's like four episodes in a row you mentioned this, so you just gotta keep it going. It's like our new Blair Witch project. Yeah, I think Steve told <laughs> me that me and you should play Grace Street Fighter to settle something, but I forget what it was. <laughs> it, it, it was for the beards, I think. Was it? <laughs> best, best beard, but unfortunately you conceded. So. Yeah, I conceded. We can still, we, no, 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 man, we can still fight. We can do like best of seven, best of seven or something. <laughs> See you on tonight, baby. Oh shit! Let me uh, tell my wife that I'm playing Risk or something. We'll, we'll rub those beards together. Oh right? fuck, friction. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, my, my last my last one uh, is a movie called Hagazusa. Um, this one is about witchcraft in the fifth in 15th century Europe. Basically, uh, quick plot synopsis is. Is that so? The movie opens. We have um, this woman and her young child, and the woman is basically like turning into a witch. Um, like, but they don't really explain like how she she becomes a witch or anything. She just kind of like it's almost like a like a illness. Like she's just like slowly be, like turning into a witch. So like this one, it's not you don't. I don't think you choose to be a witch per se. Like it's kind of like you just kind of turn that way. And uh, so you, it opens with, like, these really creepy scenes of, like, the mom inviting her young daughter into bed. And, like, she lays with her mom and, like, the mom's, like, sniffing her. And, like, you can tell, like, she wants to, like, eat her and kill her and shit like that. Oh, but it's, like, shit. holding back. So it's really fucking creepy. Um, <laughs> um, and then, so, uh, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens within, like, the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. The mom ends up you know, um, dying and we flash forward. 20 25 years later to this little girl who saw who went through this with her mother she's now an adult 
she's pregnant and she has a child she ends up having a child of her own but we start seeing her um transition into becoming a witch and i'll leave it at that um i will say this movie makes the witch look like a fast-paced movie this it movie is so slow paced but it fucking pays off i loved this movie if you are a fan of the witch um it's not as good as the witch but i really really love this movie i will say right now this is not going to be a movie for everyone because the pacing is so incredibly slow you need to be patient you really need to be patient but i'll tell you there's some a few scenes that really pays off genuinely creepy really really dug this movie um it's I mean, this was a tw- it says it's a 2017 release on IMDb, but it didn't really get a like a uh, Amazon Prime release or anything until this year, until 2019. It's one of my favorites of the year um, currently. What so was that I'm, title again? Uh, Hagazusa. Uh, I can spell it out for you if you want to check it out. It's H H A G A Z U S S A. Um, it's so it, yeah, it's a period piece just right. like The Witch. I think if you're a fan of The Witch. You'll definitely dig this one. I, it's not as good as The Witch, um, and you just got to be patient, but there's a few really good, genuinely creepy scenes, and uh, beautifully shot. What's really interesting about this one, and I think you'll find this really interesting because I know you guys are both, um, you know, we're both film majors and whatnot. Um, this was actually this guy's, um, like, final movie he made for his, like, film, for film school. So, um, what do you call it? Like his thesis or whatever, um, for like to get his masters or whatever. Um, so I can't wait to see what this director does, like with a, a budget and stuff like that. So, um, fantastic movie. I, I definitely recommend it. But like I said, I mean, if you're, you gotta be into slow burn and period piece and all that, but I, I definitely recommend it. It's in, it's in German. Yes, it is, but uh, there's hardly any dialogue, um, so, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess besides Russia and Germany in 2018, everything else was a film festival until America in April 2019, so I guess you can count as 2019. Yeah, and um, it will be close. I mean, I don't, it's definitely won't, it's definitely not my top of the year or anything like that, but it, it, it could definitely crack my top five, possibly. We'll see. All right, cool. I'm gonna. You saw that on Prime, you said. Yes. I'm so, okay, cool. I'm gonna add it to my list here. All right, you guys ready for the fan favorite return of? Well, you guys didn't next week, last week. So I guess not a return of, but trivia. Let's do it, baby. Joe, gather the scores. Um. Oh wait, we're not doing scores anymore. We're doing shots today. We're gonna people. do a drinking. Yeah, we're doing a drink game because um, we decided the fair thing to do is to reset the scores, um, which we will be doing within the next week or two. Um, just because you know, obviously, we had uh, you know our previous host and whatnot, so we just figured the best way to do it is to reset the scores and have an even playing ground for everyone. So within the next two three weeks, we'll, we are going to reset it. But for now. We're going to do a drinking game. So whoever comes in third place tonight will have to do a shot or chug a beer. All right. Chug the beer sounds good. But remember, if you get it wrong, you have to take a little swig or whatever you got, too. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Ready. 
Steve, why don't you lead off? All right. Uh, if you don't get this one, Todd, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the pressure. The pressure, the pressure yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm putting all the pressure on. Uh, it's a fucking demon. The- <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of the song that plays in the mall in Dawn of the Dead? Oh, is, I'm, oh the f- it's by Goblin. Does that count? No, it's the name of the song, not the <laughs> name of the group that played it. I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, it's Todd's favorite movie. I know. <laughs> Todd loses his heart. Attention Todd. shoppers. <laughs> Come to the sweet... <laughs> you get a bag of hard candy free. I, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in forever. That's, i got to rewatch it, man. It's been this, over ten years. Are you uh, continuing, Tom? Yes. Uh, it's The Gunk. The Gunk. Oh, gosh damn it. Would you have known that, Steve, if you didn't have it in front of you? Yeah, because I have it on my playlist. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm that kind of a nerd. Is it? Exactly, yeah. Fuck! See, I can I can do the tune. Yeah. I can do the tune. All right, I'll go now. That's a bullshit question, but all right, I'll go now. That's good. All right. Crawl related. In the movie Crawl, what school does she swim for? You haven't seen Full Girls in Bikinis and you think I looked at the name of the school? I know. <laughs> That's the first thing I looked at. <laughs> no, I just know somewhere in Florida. Uh, You're close. Oh, FSU. Florida State University. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Oh, oh, wait, I had to take a swig for my last one. Yeah, you do. All right. There we go. Yeah, you ready? Go. In what movie trilogy did the actress who played the main character die partway through the making of the third film? Uh, Poltergeist. Correct. Yeah. Rest in peace. That's a pretty shitty situation. Yeah, she. I forget. What did she have? She some had kind of some sort thing, of her, huh? like, weird disease, right? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Heather O'Rourke, she was there. Uh, yeah. Yep. Third movie sucked too, by the way. Yeah. Swig of beer. All right. Um, <clears throat> who directed the Killer Clowns from Outer Space? The Chota Brothers. Yeah, but it's only one of them that has the directing credit. The, Ch- the, the Chota Brother. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh God, I don't know either. Joe. No. Uh, so it was Steven Chiodo. Uh, All right. Well, well I think I'm the only one that has a point. No, I got the fucking. Did the you? Poltergeist. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. Crawl related. All right. What's the name of the dog? I probably should know this. Oh, um, <laughs> she said it like four times. I was like, it's been like a week and a half since I've seen the movie now, so I, got, <laughs> I already forget. I saw it opening weekend. Navy. Uh, I'm going to throw out some hints for you guys. Okay. Um, Blank and spice and everything nice. Sugar. There you go. That oh, really I'm not taking it. I'm not taking the point. <laughs> All right. That was too easy. 
Alright, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. What was the name of the real-life family who were murdered in the Amityville Horror House? Man, I just watched this, too, yesterday. It was, like, the 40th anniversary yesterday or today or something. I think it's today, yeah. Or yesterday. Fuck. I don't know. Is it what? That is the name... That is the name of the fake family. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember then. The DeFeo family. Oh. Rats. <sighs> Steve. Yeah. Taking my chug. Um, who stars in the movie Buried? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, that is correct. Motherfucker. Alright. This one might be a little tricky. Or not. In what country is the movie The Loved Ones set in? Australia. You got it. Yeah. Never seen seen that one. Ooh, that's a good one. Excellent. I just saw it the first time this year. Yeah, Yeah. it's really good. Excellent movie. Okay. What name does Reagan give to the demon in The Exorcist? Pazuzu? Incorrect. That is the name of the demon, but she gives it another name. Farthead. <laughs> I don't know. Incorrect. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Oh, uh, Captain... Oh? Uh, Captain uh, Howdy. Captain... Yes! Oh, yeah, yeah I stole it. I had to steal it. <laughs> Correct. Damn it. I wasn't, I wasn't keeping score. I think it might be a tie. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and you each got two right. I got more than two right, you sack of shit. Then I got two, three, and you got three. <laughs> All right, Steve, drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for trivia then. All right, let's uh, let's hop on the horror news. All right, yeah, let's do some horror news, guys. Um, all right, I'm pulling it up right now. Is it all right. horror? Oh, we do it. Is it horror? I, I was just saying it for all, all time's sake. <laughs> it's been a while. All right, so let's start out. Um, well, actually, while while you start out, Todd, uh, let's do a little uh, rest in peace here. I know you wanted to mention this. Yeah, record uh, record Hauer or Hayer, however you pronounce it. Uh, he passed away this past week. Uh, most famous for Blade Runner, uh, amazing final, amazing character, amazingly acted, amazing final. 20 minutes of that film which is excellent uh horror horror wise though he played in the hitcher um he was just uh, amazing in everything he did sort of you know similar to bill paxton when he passed away the uh a, a great character actor where he just every scene that he was in in my opinion was just like his scene like he stole the show every single time so mm-hmm. rest in peace yeah definitely don't forget buffy the vampire slayer in the movie too. oh how could i forget that yeah. <laughs> ah, e, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that, that's, I, it wasn't him. That, I know, that was, was Peter Herman, but yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I always. Yeah. yeah, well, we lost two people from that movie now, huh? Freaking. Uh, the. Yeah, Luke, right. From 90210 and then Rucker Howard. Perry, yeah. yeah. Luke Perry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, rest in peace to him. Uh, yeah, it's a 
Sad loss for sure. Uh, but all right, let's get into uh, more positive stuff now. Um, so obviously the big news since we've last broke is we're getting two Halloween sequels. Um, so we had reported a few episodes ago that it was a strong rumor that they wanted to release Halloween, uh, two Halloween sequels back to back in the same month, in the same year. That um, rumor is now officially shot down as it has been officially confirmed by everybody, by John Carpenter himself, by the director, everyone, that we are going to be getting two Halloween sequels uh, with Halloween Kills coming first in October 2020 and Halloween Ends in October 2021. Um so, um, Jamie Lee Curtis will be back to star in these movies, and um, David Gordon Green, the director of the first one, will be back to direct. Um, so, I mean, other than these titles being, in my opinion, awful, what do you guys think about this? Yeah. What kind of title? That's like a title I would made when I was like 12, <laughs> 13. Like, that's just stupid as fuck. Halloween Kills? Like, I don't... Uh, I guess maybe it's above my head or I'm missing the point, but Halloween Kills... Halloween Ends is is alright, you know, it's not the best, right. but I can, it's passable, but Halloween Kills, what does that even mean? You know? And then... Yeah, he kills uh, Laurie Strode. Yeah, but he's... Maybe like Michael Myers kills. I don't know. <laughs> but then, another thing that rubs me wrong before you go, Steve, is um, I felt like they could have been making this movie already for a 2019 release. Because, you know, it did well last October, and they could have greenlit it January and filming right now, you know what I mean? So that kind of like it bums me out that we have to wait till 2021, but I guess whatever. Yeah, they are kind of losing the momentum that uh, the last one kind of built up. Uh, and yeah, the, the names are terrible. Halloween Kills, just a terrible name. Uh, I, I was kind of indifferent on, like, I kind of knew this was going to come, so I wasn't like excited to see the news or anything. Uh, I think three films, everyone does a trilogy now, you know, it's very rare people plan for one movie anymore. Uh, I'm just really interested to see how Michael Myers gets out of that basement in the last one, because they're making him a little more human in this series, so I'm kind of curious as to, are they going to go the more supernatural route in the next two, or, I don't know, I'm just very curious about that. I mean, he did get blasted in the shoulder with a 357 and, like, ran over, didn't he? I mean, he got burned alive. Well, end. I know that, but I mean, still got he still got fucked up in the movie where he's took more than a normal human kind. Right. And he's not supernatural, so like yeah, that's yeah. true. I so how the fuck is he getting out of a house burned alive? Like, especially if there's no supernatural aspect, unless yeah. they introduce the supernatural aspect in the sequels. Yeah, I'm just I'm eager. It, uh, go ahead, Steve. It wasn't him. That, that's what's going to happen. Oh you. no! I bet you. Oh, no, they're going to go the H2O, the H2O it, resurrection route. It's, it's going to be the gonna dad, be her, her ex-husband, or something. Yeah, it's going to be like. I, I bet you that's what it is. Oh, you know what? They they knew they were going to make a sequel. They should have made that ending a little bit differently. Maybe even shown him like punching out of the fucking floor. You know what I mean? But like him to be standing there with like the flames literally at his heels, like it's just. Not good filmmaking, in my opinion. Right. So this will be, what, the third Halloween trilogy now? Yeah. So we have yeah. part, what, 1, 2, and H2O, and we have the 4, 5, 6 Thorn trilogy, and now this will be the third one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So, 
Yeah. So, hey, whatever. I mean, well, do you think they'll finally kill Lori? Or do you think Lori will kill Michael? Or how do you, how I think, do you think won this trilogy? I think they got to go out together. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'll Just, take that. And, like, absolutely see it happen, you know? No left open to a fourth film. I mean, of course, they'll reboot it eventually. Yeah. But, like, yeah, let's see them both, you know, explode in a fucking car. I don't know, something. But, yeah, kill them both off. It doesn't yeah, matter. I think. Come back. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he kills Lori in number two, but in a way that's not convincing. And then she comes in only at the end of number three to finally kill him off and then die in the process for real. Wearing a mask. Yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I think the number two is going to be kind of a, uh, you know, just a Empire Strikes Back situation where it's going to end with Michael kind of winning. Mm, okay. And then number three will kind of bring it together. And I. I bet you that's how it's going to end. It's, she's going to come back right at the end like to save idea. the day and then die yeah, at the same time. I like that. I'll take that. I would take that. What sure. if, what if, hear me out. All right. Part two, Michael kills her, right? And then he gets off scot-free. Like he kills the entire family. And then in part three, it's Michael trying to live his life. And now he's being stalked by a mass killer that ends up being Laurie. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's it'll debut on the Sci Fi Channel. <laughs> I'll write and direct for five thousand dollars. Okay. The end. All right. All right. Here's my idea. Hear me out here. Michael starts playing striking vipers <laughs> with and, me, <laughs> and he meets and he meets Freddy on there, and they get into a relationship and they go and kill Laurie together. In the game or in real life? In real life, oh, okay, that'd be like they, a tech, tech and tag like, tournament style. They like meet, they meet online, they meet in real life, like they form their online, like striking viper gay bond, and then they. But is it gay though? <laughs> is it gay though? I'm just kidding. We're not kicking that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, to shoehorn off of that, um, it has been reported recently that Tommy Doyle will be coming back in the sequel. Um, apparently they approached Paul Rudd to reprise his role, um, from part six. He unfortunately cannot do it due to filming of Ghostbusters. So they will be looking for, um, someone to take his place, but it appears Tommy Doyle from the original Halloween movies will be coming back for the sequels. I guarantee that that motherfucker can do it, but Disney said no. You think he just straight up said no? I think Disney told him no. Oh, Disney? Could be. Yeah, because remember he was going to do that con, and then he became Ant-Man, and they canceled? Yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it will be cool to see Tommy Doyle back. I mean, I'm glad that they're, like, you know, paying uh, homage to the originals. Um, it was also announced recently that Dick Castle is going to be playing in the next two sequels, too. But I think that's, like, bullshit. I really think they're doing a disservice to James Jude Courtney who just played Michael in the newest one, but everyone was like, oh, Nick Castle played it, but Nick Castle literally played one scene, um, like, in the thing. Um, so I would think that's really unfair. If I was James Jude Courtney, I'd be pissed, because, like, he did all of the heavy lifting. He was basically Michael Myers, and they put fucking Nick Castle in, like, one little scene and are calling him Michael Myers. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, stupid. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can tell it's not him because Jude's pretty big guest dude, and Nick's you know a little bit older there. So, 
Alright, cool. Yeah. Uh, Alright, All right. Uh, next one I got for you guys is that um, they are pushing up the Saw reboot. Um, if you guys haven't heard this, um, we have obviously Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson in the new Saw movie. Um, it was announced recently that they have pushed the release date up. It was originally supposed to be October 23rd, 2020, but they bumped it up all the way to May 15th, 2020. So, um, I don't know, I think they probably don't want to compete with Halloween, and that's why they're doing it, or they just feel like the movie's really good and they're getting a lot done, I really don't know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of, I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but Saw's always been, like, an October tradition, it's, every Saw movie has always come out in October, um, but my thought is they just don't want to compete with Hollow Kills coming out, um, around the same time so so they'd rather compete with the biggest blockbusters of that year in the biggest months of the year for movies instead of going in october with halloween that's crazy i think if they go in may it's gonna bury them what is the star wars coming out that year star wars coming out no but there's a new marvel film there i Uh, think wonder woman's coming out there's a bunch that's may's like the showcase month for big budget films and i'm just afraid that saw is gonna kind of get left lost in the shuffle of it uh it's i think it's a stupid move yeah do you think though since it's samuel jackson and chris rock that will like bring in like a different fan base other than horror fans to be interested in seeing it not really <laughs> uh yeah. sam jackson does a lot of movies so i don't think his name necessarily brings people to seats and chris rock i mean what's the last good thing he's done i, I can't even tell you yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing is the Saw movie making 20 mil is, like, excellent money for them, so it doesn't need to make, like, 200 million or anything, you know? Right. Um, okay, uh, next one I got is um, the... Uh, all right, so I wanted to talk about this. The Fanatic trailer. Um, we had... I had asked Steve and Todd to watch it. I hope they did their homework. But uh, this one is directed by Fred Durst, of all people, um, from a biscuit fame. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, yeah. rolling. Yeah. All you motherfuckers um, right here. <laughs> give me something to break. Um, but uh, so Fred Durst of Biscuit fame and John Travolta starring in it. Um, so what did you guys think of it? I think it looks fucking cool, man. It looks really creepy. Um, John Travolta looks like a fucking weirdo dweeb, and if they do it like I think they'll do it, which is just play up the creep factor, then I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, so I I watched it on my phone in the morning when I woke up, and I watched the whole trailer, and when it said John Travolta, I'm like, what? He's in this movie? I had to rewind the trailer, and I'm like, holy shit, that's John Travolta. Like, he he really plays someone, like, different in this movie, and... I'm, I'm intrigued. It looks kind of cool. It's like a misery type of movie where it's a stalker and everything. Uh, obsessed band with celebrity. I, I think it could. I, I, I dig it. I think it could be a fun movie. I am so fucking excited for this movie. Um, and when I saw yeah. like Fred, when I saw Fred Durst, John Travolta, I was like, oh my fucking god, this movie's gonna be like awful like a dumpster fire type thing i mean no disrespect to john travolta I mean, the guy, dude's a legit actor but like fred durst like directing something i'm just like what like and i mean don't get me wrong i was a 
a Limp Bizkit fan back in the yeah. middle school days. We all were. Um, we yeah. all were. Who, who wasn't, uh, you know, I mean, you're kind of probably ashamed of it nowadays, but my, back uh, then. My fucking middle school or, like, freshman year girlfriend was a um, Fred Durst girl. You remember the the videos where the girls wear, like, a white tank top and, like, a backwards hat? Yeah. <laughs> She's one of those, probably. Nice. <laughs> the be- but, best concert I ever went to was a Limp Bizkit concert. Nice. So, yeah, Limp, was it, it was one of Limp, the free ones? No, it was Anger yeah. Management. is Limp Bizkit, Eminem, Papa Roach, and Exhibit. Oh, shit. It was, it was, it was what fucking a, what a amazing. And then that's, like, <laughs> early 2000s, so that's when they were all in the prime. Yeah. It was just, oh, my God. It was it, <laughs> uh, just, just on a horror note. Uh, Eminem for his set came out of a house that looked like the Blair Witch House and it was two kids that go to his house where he grew up and as they go in instead of saying like instead of the handprints it's like what's my name my name is who who, like all that stuff and then he comes out and a Jason mask and a chainsaw kills them then comes out of the stage and a Jason mask and then like chainsaws the ground and there's sparks and fire and stuff it's like it's really cool it's such a great concert so yeah sounds cool Sweet. Um, so yeah, this is definitely. I think it's coming out this year. So this is definitely something we absolutely have to review for the show. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks super fun. It, it reminds me a lot of. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie about the fan with Robert De Niro yeah, and Wesley yes. Snipes. Benicio yeah, it, it, really good movie. Um, so it reminds me a lot of that. So uh, and Devin Sawa, we didn't even mention that Devin Sawa, like just out of nowhere in this in this movie too. Um, but yeah, I mean, actually, it looks like what a lot of fun. He? He's the the dude like that he stalks. Oh, he's a movie movie star guy. Yeah. Yep. Oh shit! I didn't even realize it's him. Yeah, he's aged quite a bit since the last time we saw him. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. So we'll, we'll see how it is. Um, I have a bunch more I can talk about, but I'll let you guys uh, get into some stuff if you have anything. Yeah, mine are really quick, so I'll, I'll hop in real quick. Um, this is just for any guys that collect Blu-ray special editions. <laughs> Um, Screen Factory has some titles coming up. The Fly Complete Collection with every version of The Fly coming out, including you know the really good ones. Uh, that comes out in November. Big Trouble in Little China, which movie that I'm not really into, to be honest, but that's in November, too. I know a lot of people like that one. Let's Scare Jessica to Death, a really quirky, kind of weird-ass one. Uh, that's January 2020. Um, but My Bloody Valentine, people, February 2020, is a special edition with as much scenes that were cut as possible that they could find put back in so that's i'm looking forward to that and then uh, silver bullet comes out december of this year so i know a lot of people like that one too so if you're a blu-ray dude scream factory's putting out a lot of good stuff and don't forget shout factory is doing the night of the demons uh suzanne and uh fucking, i can't and the pig dude yeah uh action figures that neck is doing so that's fucking that's badass so if you're into that and it's uh eighty dollars for the pair of them that's so not not bad at all you, you think that's, that's not... expensive I, that's only forty dollars a figure that's I, not bad i know but you can get like a evil dead two-pack for like 50 bucks yeah but they're the figures so like well, they're I mean, these. oh for how much 50 yeah, for yeah, like yeah but you gotta remember these are gonna be limited edition they're only limited they're limited to like four or five hundred uh, yeah, so, I might have to buy it. Shit, eighty's not bad. I mean, considering look at what that Angela figure is going for now on eBay. Yeah, I'm glad I got that one. Yeah, me too. And I mean, if they re-release it, the price will go down. But I don't know if they're gonna re-release these ones because I, I don't think they're gonna be like 
like I don't think those will be like huge releases if they release them. So I think they're gonna stay limited edition. So if you're a Demons fan, definitely go and pick that up. And they look awesome with your Angela figure if you have one. So so yeah. Hey, yeah. Anything else, Todd? Nope, I'm good. Uh, I have a few news items I'd like to talk about. Um, the first one is the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes remake started filming. Have you guys ever seen this movie? I the original, think, yeah. I don't think yeah. I have. I, I've, I know the bits and pieces, but I don't know if I actually sat down and watched it. It's been a long time, but I've definitely seen it. I believe yeah. uh, Elvira, I think I watched it like an Elvira did it uh, when I had seen it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those movies that's kind of known for being bad, like one of those notorious bad films like Trolls and stuff like that. So I thought it was an interesting kind of remake. I don't know why they're remaking it, but who knows what it'll be like. Um, so, I'm down for it. I mean, I mean, it'll probably be fun, at least. I hope so. Yeah, I hope they go the fun route uh, with it. Uh, the other big thing that happened, it was San Diego Comic-Con last weekend. And with it came a lot of trailers and a little bit of horror news. I'll tell you these three things, and then we can talk about it. Uh, Marvel did their thing, as they do most of the time at these things. But they have three kind of horror announcements that they said. So I'm curious what your take is on the three of them. Uh, number one, they, they announced they're going to have their first horror film with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That they said would be a more horror type film than anything else that they've made before. Then they announced uh, that there's going to be a new Blade uh, starring Marsh, Mahershala Ali, who's a great actor. And that's a movie that I think could be an interesting take on vampires. So that's kind of going to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. And finally, they're doing a new TV show uh, on the Disney Plus channel called What If, which is an animated show about different Marvel stories. And one of them that was teased is Marvel Zombies, which is a kind of popular comic line where the characters are uh, zombified and they fight each other and, you know, parts of them are zombies, parts of them are still heroes. And it's like kind of a Royal Rumble, who's going to become the last one alive or who's going to save the day. So it's, uh, I think it's three interesting things and it's cool to see Marvel doing something into the horror genre a little bit. So wondering what you guys think. Really, really into the blade idea. That definitely needs a reboot, especially after the last part we had. Um, Zombies is a really cool idea, um, so I'm eager to see that. And then I'm not really into the Doctor Strange thing. I don't think I've seen his movie. I, I kind of have a Marvel fatigue, or I'll only uh, see like the main ones, like you know the <clears throat> Avengers tie-ins and shit like that. So I haven't seen any of the. That's other... Spider-Man three. It was. We gotta bring that up again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring that up again until you admit that it sucks. It's not. It doesn't suck. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, so I haven't seen any of the standalones, like the the girl one, Captain Marvel. I haven't seen hers, Doctor Strange, anything like that. Just the uh, Captain Americas and shit like that. Uh, yeah. So, Doc, the Doctor Strange thing. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't think it's really gonna be a horror movie. Do you? Like. I, I don't. I mean, I know they're saying that, but I just feel like they're trying to build up a little hype. But like, I don't know how they could really make it into a horror movie. Like, I feel like it's just going to be a superhero movie with maybe a couple of spooky elements. Um, that's just kind of how I'm seeing on that one. Um, as far as Blade goes, I was not excited about it when I heard it because I was like, oh man, how can you like do Blade? Like Wesley Snipes was Blade, but 
I really like that actor they got to play Blade. So I am definitely willing to give it a shot now because um, that dude's a legit actor. So I think he was a good choice to play Blade. And I actually heard Wesley Snipes like endorsed him as well. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, I'm definitely on board with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I have no idea really. I don't really know much about Marvel Zombies, but hell, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, Marvel Zombies is really cool. I, I've read that comic storyline, and it's it's a really interesting take on uh, Marvel Comics, and I love zombies. So, Who, who wins in Marvel Zombies? Uh, it's kind of no one. Uh, a lot of the heroes become zombies in that story, so it uh, depends which take you're watching. Sometimes, is it uh, like big superheroes? Oh, or? everyone. Every, oh, really? every, everyone's nice. a zombie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's... Yeah, it's worth googling if anything, just to see kind of the designs they have for the the different characters as zombies. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, after that, they announced like a little Walking Dead stuff, which I won't go into because I know you guys haven't watched the last season. But they showed the season ten trailer, which I thought was really cool because it's really pushing the Whisperer storyline, which, as I talked about last week a little bit, is more into the horror genre than the last few seasons have been, and I really dig that. So that's cool. And they also announced that the Walking Dead movie is actually coming to theaters when a lot of people thought it would be an AMC kind of TV movie type thing. So it's actually a legit movie. Oh, is it for real coming to theaters? <clears throat> yep, yep. That's, that was the oh, announcement. It was just a, a helicopter going to a wall and said coming to theaters. So, Do you think that's a good idea? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I, I don't... I mean, if you're not in that fan base, you're not going to go see it because, I mean... Like, I'm not going to go see it in theaters just because, like, I, you know, I I liked The Walking Dead, but I haven't watched it in forever. So, like, I feel like even if you liked The Walking Dead, you wouldn't go and see it just because, like, like, I mean, like, if you, like, liked it but you stopped watching it, like, you wouldn't go see it because you're like, well, I'm kind of behind now. So, like, let me, like, wait until it comes out and then I'll maybe watch it. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, yeah. there's too much of a commitment. Yeah. yeah. You have to watch 10 years of TV. Yeah, and, exactly. Well, I, you know what? I I really hope, though, they don't try to, I guess, mainstream it with, like, a 30 minutes of, like, recap of the show. Because that would be, ter- like, an origin story in the in the movie. That would fucking suck. And I can see them maybe doing that because so, they fear, like, people, like Joe said, they won't be caught up, so they have to catch people up themselves. That would be terrible. So, so the movie is a standalone story of something that happened on the show, which is completely separate from the show. It just takes one of the characters from the show and puts them in a yeah, whole different storyline. Right? Yeah, it's about yeah. Rick Grimes uh, right. going somewhere else and kind of doing stuff. So uh, you don't really need to have seen the show. I mean, it, it'll give you great background. But to your point, uh, I think if any TV show has a movie, I feel that if I haven't watched the show in its entirety, I won't watch the movie. So it's just one of those things. Um, and the last three things, and they're pretty big things for horror fans, we got three pretty awesome horror trailers uh, over the last week. Uh, the first one was one I'm super psyched about, and that's uh, the Creepshow TV series trailer, um, which is coming, I think, in the fall. So I, I dug it. I, I really love the Creepshow movies. I didn't see the third one, though, to be fair. I, I can't find it anywhere. Uh, but I love the Don't first two. bother. Okay, yeah, uh, just to see, like, I'm thinking, just to see an anthology horror film that has a recognizable name, and you see the creeper in it, uh, I, I think it could be something really good. And from what I saw in the trailer, I think there's got some awesome, hap- like, episodes in there. So what do you guys think? 
I didn't Ab- watch the trailer, but I'm oh, I was. So I watched the trailer. Um, I was really excited. Little less excited after watching the trailer, um, but it's Greg Nicotero, and I definitely trust him because um, the dude knows his horror and he's legit. Uh, he was like when he was doing Walking Dead. That's when the Walking Dead was the best. So I, I definitely trust Nicotero. Um, but the trailer left me kind of like meh on it. I was like, ah, oh, that trailer wasn't amazing, but. I still am excited for it. Yeah, and for the record, Nick Taro still does The Walking Dead. So. Oh, he does. I thought he like left for no, a while. No, no, he's he he's been in The Walking Dead since season one. Uh, okay. so. Who am I thinking of? Who left? Uh, You're thinking of Frank, Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont. Oh, uh, Darabont. Okay, okay. Yeah, Nick Taro does the effects still, right, Steve? Only the effects. No, he he directs a lot of episodes. Oh, and he writes I didn't a few know that. As well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's very involved with that, The Walking Dead. We'll disregard that. I was thinking of Darabon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other ones, uh, the next one, anyway, I want to talk about is Zombieland 2 Double Tap. So it's been, I think, around 10 years since the first Zombieland. And we see kind of an update of where the group is, and they go to the White House, and a bunch of stuff happens, and then there's carbon copies of them that come into play somehow. Uh, I, the trailer, I'm, per, I love Zombieland. The trailer didn't really do it for me. There's not a lot of zombies in the trailer. It's kind of them just hanging out. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? I mean, I talked about this uh, a few episodes ago, or many episodes ago, but, I mean, I just feel like it's, like, way past its, like, due date. Like, Zombieland came out so long ago. Like, who... I don't think anyone was really clamoring for a sequel. Maybe, like, after Zombieland first came out, but it's just, like, too far gone now. Um I'm not excited about it. The trailer was like whatever to me. So, uh, I mean, I'll watch it, but it's not something I am like super looking forward to. Yeah, I completely agree with both of you. Um, it was just, yeah, like a big, why do we need this kind of feeling to me? And, uh, it looked kind of like they're trying to go a little bit too tongue in cheek. I know the first one was like really all about that, but like, I don't know. I know they do this for all the trailers. Don't get me wrong. But when they do I'll put like my tongue in your cheek, Oh fuck. You want to get online right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know how they in the trailers they put like academy nominee I, I know they do that in every single movie but in this one it just seemed weird to me i don't know so yeah no, i think that was the joke i think that was the joke is that they're p- pulling it as like this big academy award nominated cast oh, but it's yeah. a complete goofball like story but yeah i don't know like i I really love the last one but like you guys said uh too late you know it should have been released two years after or three years after at the most yeah it's like fucking yeah, avatar <laughs> yeah like i love avatar like i know a lot of people don't like it for whatever reason now but i still stand by that it's a really cool movie but like man we needed those movies years ago not oh now we're delayed another two years like what the hell i agree 100 percent. i love avatar too I, I don't get the sudden hate for it but yeah, yeah. it's one of those things yeah, yeah it, it's i mean i liked avatar but like it was definitely overhyped like but it's not a bad movie you want to fight about it <laughs> Yeah, you want to, I mean, that movie was kind of like Striking Vipers, right? They fucking went into, like, Video Game World and, like, did some oh, shit. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> fucking watched yeah. those little tail things. Yeah. I'll, put my, I'll put my hair on your hair right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and the final one is, I think, the big one for horror fans, something horror fans have been waiting for a long time. We finally got the full It Chapter 2 trailer. 
that kind of shows the whole story and what's going on in that. So uh, we catch up. These are the uh, the Loser Club as adults, and they fight Pennywise one last time. Uh, I, I was okay with it. It didn't blow me away as the first trailer had for the first movie, but, I mean, I'll see it. I love it. I love Stephen King adaptations, so I'll see it for sure. But the trailer itself I thought was lacking a little bit, so I'm interested to hear your guys' take on it. Joe. Uh, yes. Um, I am super. I honestly think this looks better than the first movie. I'm just gonna. I think I said that before, but yeah. I mean, I it looks fucking awesome, and I I disagree, Steve. I the, the second trailer got me extremely excited, and I was like, wow, this looks awesome. But but one thing that did worry me a little bit was the CGI again. Like when Pennywise like stick his sticks his tongue out long like a dog. I was like, uh, that looks a little fucking shitty, a little fucking cheesy. I don't like that. But everything else looks Did you say that in the theater? (laughs) All out? (laughs) No, no, but I was thinking in my head. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, other than that, I think it looks awesome. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited about it. I'm interested to see what they do with it. I really am. Um, You know, are they going to go the spider route like they did in the... You know, it's in the book, so I guess they have to. But... If they can do it with good CGI, which, let's be honest, the first movie was not great CGI. Uh, the Pennywise bite scene of George's arm was pretty fucking bad. And this CGI I'm seeing in the second movie doesn't look much better. So, um, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know why I just imagine you saying this shit in the theater. <laughs> um, I mean, I've done stuff like that before, so... <laughs> Um, I didn't watch the second trailer because I know I'm going to see it already. I didn't want to have anything like jump scare spoiled. So, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. It it, it seriously can't be worse than the second half of the original. It, in my opinion, I I really really disliked yeah. the adult part of the uh, original. It just that is a chore to get through. When was the last time you guys have watched it though? Because I've come around. The oh. older I've gotten, the more I've come around on it. Besides. When they get to the sewer part, but before that, I think it's actually kind of solid. I, I watched it in the last six months, and it, I, I just can't. I find the acting just so bad. And it, there's just, definitely a lot of bad in it. I, yeah. I don't get me wrong. There's definitely like the way it fucking ends is awful. When they're riding down the fucking bicycle, and like oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. suit, it's like the fucking worst way to end a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> you should read the book, dude. Is that how the book ends, too? Yeah, uh, it doesn't end on that note, but that happens. Okay, do and you the, think they'll have the child orgy scene? I hope one? not, because that's fucking weird in the book, man. Well, well did you guys hear that this one's going to be a hard R because of sexual uh, Ooh, content? a hard Ooh. R. I, yeah, I don't that's think a... they'll do the orgy, though. They can't, right? No, like, they won't do the orgy, much. but what, what, what's that sexual content that they're adding that makes it such a hard R, Maybe. as they describe Have- it? Bev and Bill fucking, they'll do like a hardcore sex scene. Maybe. Full full penetration. (laughs) They'll go all out. (laughs) They'll go NC-17 rating. I'd watch that in the theater. Um, I think it's probably just going to be when Beverly talks about her molestation. That's probably it. Maybe. That could be. But, um... And, like, there's, like, the most... They said they've used, like, more blood than The Shining, didn't they, in this or something? Oh, la-dee-da. Yeah, the most the most blood ever apparently in a film, which beats out. I think it was the Evil Dead remake that had 
the most yeah. the, the new the new record. So that's just bullshit, though. It's just gonna be like one scene where they just dump a fucking million gallons of blood. Exactly. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I'm pumped for the cast. So the cast is excellent. They got really yeah, great, good actors. Yeah. Really good casting. Yeah, really good casting choices. Definitely. Yeah, Bill Hader yeah, is they, fucking yeah, awesome. Did a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that all you got, Steve? Uh, yeah, that's all I had. The rest is right. I don't. I don't need to talk about. All right, I got a couple more things. If you guys don't mind, um, did you guys hear James Wan is producing an "I Know What You Did Last Summer" television show? I heard that, but for me, it's a hard pass. I, I don't, we don't need this. So apparently, it is going to be um, on Amazon. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Like, why? Why now? Like, why are you gonna like? Like, how could you make a TV series out of that? I guess is my question. I mean, obviously, it's going to be like young adult, right? Like, it'll be something like you would normally see on the CW or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm with both you guys. Why? And then with Steve saying no. <laughs> yeah, well, like you they've picked a more you, boring. You won't even watch like the first episode, though. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I'll fucking try it out, but I don't yeah. like part one or two of the movies. And I'm I'm assuming yeah. they'll have like Jennifer Love Hewitt come back and like a mom role or some shit like that, probably. Maybe I know what you did when he. Five summers ago, or something like that. I don't know. It'll, yeah, it'll, I think it'll be like kind of like the stream TV series where I'm like, I'll watch a couple episodes and I'm like, yeah, this isn't for my age demo. Hey, before you get going on the rest, um, they're finally making a follow up to 28 weeks later. I'm excited for that. I love those. I heard movies. about that. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, me too. Hell yeah. Um, Danny Boyle. Right? He directed those two? He did the first one, and he did a segment in the opening scene in part two. I don't know if he's... I don't remember if he's coming back for part three. That's a look. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. A couple more things here. Um, so I had to mention this. Um, I think we've talked about this, like, last year, but it's really gaining traction this year. But uh, a petition has been made, and it has over 70,000-plus signatures now. Um to move Halloween to um, the last Saturday in October. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of this? Whoever signed that sucks. <laughs> I agree. <Yeah. laughs> so they cite it being uh, for safety concerns, saying that um, it would be safer for kids to trick-or-treat on the weekends and whatnot. I think that's a bunch of load of bullshit and that parents don't have to worry about rushing because it's on a weekend and whatnot um yeah no no th- actually it's over 150,000 signatures now so it's and they want to take it to um all the way to the white house and have uh the president consider it so oh, um stupid yeah well i mean why like what's the fucking it's political point? correctness man they're fucking ruining everything and that's 150,000 out of what 250 million people yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. Just be a cool parent, man, and take your kids out on a Wednesday night till fucking 10 o'clock. Absolutely. And how, how do you mandate that anyway? Because Halloween's not even an official holiday. At least it is in Canada. It's just a day yeah, that people go out and not, trick or treat. So. Yeah, it's not here either. Yeah. So how do you, like, tell people, you know, don't trick or treat on October 31st? You have to do it on fucking October 
you know, 27th. It's ridiculous. Or the cops will get you. What people people should be trying to sign a petition on is to make Halloween a national holiday where you get the day off. That's right. That that should be what people are fighting for. Fuck, like, moving it. Just have it on. You need to start it, Joe. You start it. All right. I will. Man, I will. The, the, I'll, I'll take this all the way to the White House. I'll jump that fence. <laughs> Get shot. <laughs> Kids can't even go to school in their outfits anymore, man. It's it's a joke. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. We can't do that shit in at least over here, and then where I'm in California either. That sucks. You, yeah, it used to be like can't bring a weapon. Okay, I get that, but now you can't even dress up. Fuck them. It's some bullshit. I hope they all fucking die. Who? All right. <laughs> All right, a couple more things here. Um, happy Death Day 3 is not going to happen. So if you're a Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you fan, um, it doesn't look like it is ever going to happen. Um, those, they did a uh, an uh, AMA with the director on Reddit, and he said there is no plans um, to do a Happy Death Day 3. So... Um, I don't know. Were you guys fans of the other two? Not at all. They're okay, but I mean, I, I wasn't pandering for Happy Destiny 3 at all, so. Yeah, agree. I thought I did not like one at all. I found Part 2 to be more enjoyable, which I think most people would disagree with me, but that's the way I saw it. Um, And, uh, okay, two more really quick things. Uh, Netflix is targeting October shoot for Stranger Things Season 4. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, I'll wait for Steve to catch up, but I really like Season 3. I thought it was the best one. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, once Steve finishes up, we'll do a whole conversation on it, I'm sure. For sure. Uh, I'll be done this week, so. Cool. Okay. I, I, just, I actually, I'm going to start episode 1 tonight, and I'll definitely be done. If you guys uh, get me back on the next episode, I will definitely be done by then. Awesome. Yes, sir. All right. We will discuss it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, I think October shoot is perfect. I, Although this season worked with the July 4th theme, so, but I, I do well, think, I, go for it. I was going to say every season's been a different holiday, right? So what okay. what are they going to do for season four? What was season one? Yeah. Was uh, to... It was at Christmas. Oh, uh, that's right. She had, she had all the lights and stuff. Oh, yeah. She got him right. a fucking, well, she got him like a fucking camera at the end, huh? Because Steve broke it. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see. I guess, well, if they're going back to October, I guess they'll do Halloween again, which is probably the best thing for that theme, I would say. Even though season two, I'm going to say right now, I think it was the weakest of the three. So I agree. Uh, Okay. All right. One more I wanted to talk about was um, Blade Discussion did a really fun article on 10 horror movies that are only still available on VHS that you cannot get on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, do you guys want to hear this quick little list? Yes. All right. Yes. Now, a lot of these I haven't seen, but Alien Abduction. If you have seen one, stop me. Alien Abduction, Incident in Lake County. Blue Monkey, The, the Kindred, Necronomicon, Book of the Dead, Spookies, Grim Prairie Tales, Dream Demon, Mr. Frost, Nightlife, The Keep, and that's it. I have never seen a single one of those. See, I've heard of Spookies, 
but I've, I've never seen. I've heard of Necronomicon as spookies. Okay. Seen any of those, Steve? I feel like I've seen the keep. Uh, I think it was an Ian McKellen film. I'm actually uh, looking it up. Hold on, I'm trying to find it now on the. Oh list. yeah, yeah. Okay, I I, I saw this uh, like I mean in the '90s. So okay. Uh, yeah, it it wasn't very good <laughs> as far as I remember. <laughs> but yeah, I do remember that one. All right, cool. Well, yeah. So those are that's a fun little list there. But uh, all right, yeah, I'll leave it at that for tonight. So that is it for horror news. Are you guys ready to talk about 2019's Crawl? Let's do it. All right. Hell yeah. Directed by Alexander Aha, which I think we should rank his films at the end here. Sure. Director of such films like High Tension, Hills of Eyes Remake, Mirrors, Piranha 3D, Horns, and Crawl, which we could talk about. So the plot is very simple. There's a hurricane going on in Florida where our cast is from. The main chick is a borderline Olympic you know, swimmer. She's on the swim team and all that shit. Um, her whole carrier, uh, character arc is she's great, but not quite great enough to finish high in the standings. She's like that. Meanwhile, her dad, her strange father, because her father's going through a divorce with her mom, uh, isn't really talking to anybody in the family. They don't know where he's at in the hurricanes. She decides to drive to his house, can't find him, drives to the old house, which is in escrow right now because they're selling it after the divorce, and goes in the basement, finds him, uh, having been attacked by an alligator and he's injured and shit and he can't move in the crawl space. Hence the title crawl, uh, crawl while alligators try to kill him. So basically they're trapped for the entire movie. Mostly, uh, while the girl, the father and the dog and a couple unlucky people try to get out. And all the while this hurricane is raging, water levels are rising. So it forces them to move out of the basement and shit like that. Uh, Steve, why don't you uh, take over? Yeah, so uh, I, I thought the film was actually pretty good. I really liked the hurricane. Like, I actually felt like that was an accurate representation of a hurricane. Now, I don't know. I've never been in one. We don't really get them in Canada. But from what I've seen in the news, like, it, I, I felt like the effects were really good and conveyed that really well. Uh, there weren't a ton of kills, unfortunately, which I was a little bummed about. But one of the kills really, like, got me almost to scream like hell yes is when they kind of twist the guy's head off and that cop pop it pop it off oh yeah yeah like that was an awesome kill um i thought the performances were good like i believe you know everything that they were kind of conveying i actually jump scared once with a tree which is interesting um and the only things i would kind of say on the downside is they spent too much time in the cellar so I was getting a little tired of that. And I didn't like the ending so much. Uh, I thought they could have come up with a better ending. But overall, I thought it was a solid film. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Be- before you go, Joe, um, be warned, listeners, we're going to spoil quite a f- few things. So if you haven't seen it, uh, turn off the episode now and come back later. All right, Joe? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I, I didn't love it, but... So the way I would describe it is it's like a great popcorn, turn-off-your-brain type flick. Um, really, enjoy- really, really enjoyable. I will say there was a total dickhead in my theater when I saw this movie. The kid was, like, a few seats away, and he, like, talked the whole movie. So that kind of, like, ruined my experience a little bit. But uh, but I don't think it, like, completely ruined it where I'm, like, it completely affected my brain or anything. But, yeah, I mean, just... I mean, it was just good, dumb fun. 
Um, I definitely had some issues with it. I definitely agree with Steve. Um, they spent way too much time in that crawl space. Uh, wanted to see, like, it got really fun, too, like, when they left the crawl space. And, like, it almost went to a place where, like, they went on that that boat, and, like, it seemed like they were, like, there was going to be some, like, cool stuff. And then literally a fucking wave comes and blows them right back into the house again. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? You know, I mean, obviously, I think the budget on this movie was pretty low. So they, like, had to keep it in, like, certain places and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good, good, dumb fun. Um, But I'll actually, I'll save my thoughts until Todd talks about it. And then I'll go a little further. Yeah, I'm with you both of you guys on this film, like I really liked it, but I don't know why I didn't love it. You know, there's, there's nothing really that sticks out to me that like, this is why I didn't love it. I mean, while the kills were a little far in between, they had some quality kills, good violence. Um, acting was top notch. Like you said, the setting was amazing. The CG to me, both the alligators and the environment looked real enough. I mean, a couple spots with the alligators, but nothing like too crazy. Um, but there, yeah, there, I I didn't love it, and I don't know why. Maybe it needed to have a bigger footprint, like getting outside the house more, like Joe mentioned, or I don't know. But yeah, something in there that it didn't make me a, like a love film. It's a solid movie. It it's currently in my top five by default. You know, like we've been saying a lot lately because it hasn't been really a strong uh, year so far. But um, I guess we'll get into what we didn't like. What I didn't like, the number one thing which almost ruined the movie for me was her delivery of that line where she outswam or something, the alligators, and she says, uh, Apex Predator, all day. I was like, oh my god, why'd you have to say that line? <laughs> um, yeah. That was the biggest thing. I, I, I think the dad being hurt like repeatedly over and over and over again, I'm like, how much is this, How much blood does this guy have? <laughs> he, he, he gets, he's, he's bitten the shoulder, that's why he's unconscious. He fucking compound fractured his leg, his bone's sticking out, he sets it, and he barely even yells. I would have been like, ah, ah you know? And then he gets his arm fucking not only broken, but then ripped off. It's like, dude, how much blood does he have, too? Why isn't he in shock? And three, like, he's f- fucking die already, you know? Um, there's a lot of predictability in it. Like, as soon as she was on the road and she saw those two cops, that she, or that one cop she knew, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's coming later and he's going to die for sure. Because I hadn't watched any trailers. I don't know if they showed that or not. I watched, like, you know, 10 seconds of one. But, um... Those guys are super predictable. Like, hey, what's in here? And then they're fucking, they get grabbed. It's stuff like that. But overall, I thought it was like a good, fun flick. I just can't pinpoint what didn't make me love it. I just don't know. Maybe you guys have some uh, some knowledge on that. I want to talk about one scene that really pissed me off. <clears throat> so at one point, she drops her phone in the cellar. And then they, she goes into this place where the alligators can't reach her and her dad. But she needs to get the phone back so she can ho- hopefully call for help. So she's kind of trying to outsmart the alligator so she could get to the phone before they see her. So she finally gets to the phone. And then she just squats and starts playing with her phone. Like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? <laughs> Go back to the goddamn place where you're safe. Don't just sit there and play with your phone. Like, oh, my God. I, she was so dumb in some of these situations. They was kind of taking me out of it. I'm like, really? Like, no way someone would do that. You'd think you'd grab the phone and bolt the fuck out just to get back to where you're safe but Absolutely. little things like that were bothering me and yeah i don't know yeah uh one you know one thing i did like is uh i was not expecting multiple alligators i thought it was just gonna be one alligator it really like shocked me when i saw that there were multiple alligators in the movie i don't know if that was in the trailer but like 
I dug that. Did I, you guys know I, that? Or? I didn't know there were multiples, but I dug that as well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, but one thing that the trailer did show that was kind of misleading is in the trailer, they're not in that crawl space very long. They show a lot of scenes out of the crawl space, and like you said, uh, fuck, they get out of the crawl space, they get into a boat, and they get sucked back into the crawl space. It was like, come on. Uh, like they're showing in the trailer, they had a big part where she's in the bathroom with the shower and like kind of swimming around it and stuff. But that's a cool scene. Which I think yeah, that was the best. I think that was the best scene agreed. in the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, one other another thing I liked was obviously like the whole her being a swimmer thing. I mean that like was pivotal to the storyline. That I mean it made total sense. I I dug that. One thing I fucking I don't know. I maybe it was just me, but. I don't know, if a fucking alligator's chomping on your arm, wouldn't you just fucking lose it? Like, they get bit so many fucking times. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you lose a limb at some point? I don't know. Yeah, I think they do a roll <laughs> that, like, rips shit off and, in real life. But, I mean, I don't think in real life, too, there'd be, like, a gaggle of alligators going fucking crazy either, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, you gotta I mean, turn it off a little bit. Sure, sure. Yeah, which I, which I did. I mean, I was going with it, but I was just like, you know, if you got bit that many times, wouldn't you have lost the limb by now um, I and then also do you think they should have killed the dog Do- oh, that's my missed opportunity okay <laughs> yeah. let's hear it <laughs> all right let's skip to that then uh missed opportunities mine and i quote killing that dog how did the dog survive the whole time it's either the smartest character in the movie or they just didn't want to piss off animal lovers and i'm an animal lover too don't get me wrong but like when in Jaws, when he kills that dog, you don't even see it, and you're like, "Oh, you're all bummed out." Imagine if they killed this dog, and you've seen it already. That would have been, he would have rooted for them even more, you know? Yeah, I think this movie played it too safe. Um, with the ending, with not killing the dog, uh, you know, I just think they just wanted to be a fun summer popcorn flick. They could have went way darker, and I think it. I think that Todd is what's missing. I think. You saying you didn't love this movie, I think they played it too safe. Um, and uh, Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. They just played it too safe with this movie. They should have went darker. That would have been good. Steve, what, uh, what do you think was this opportunity? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you guys. Uh, I think they played too safe. There weren't enough characters to kill. Uh, they did add in like three like looters that were robbing a store in front of the house and you had a little bit of opportunity there, but it would have been cool to see kind of more people die and just go a little bit harder. And I'm going to give you guys a little what I was hoping for at the end that didn't happen when we get there. So, yeah. All right. Before you go there, what was your favorite kill? I think yours is the cop getting dismembered. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just because he like twisted his head off and then popped it off. It was just so cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that was my favorite for sure. What about you, Joe? Yeah. Agreed. That was like the most like, shocking and gory so i'll go with that one too so my favorite wasn't the bloodiest it was actually when the looter was walking towards the house and you saw in the background the alligator attacking the girl in the boat i thought that was like a really creepy cool scene so that was my favorite kill that's cool yeah um what was your uh your ending so i i was hoping that they, they would kind of both escape the alligators trap them somehow in the crawl space and then you know kind of swim to the boat thinking they're safe and something like a shark, a great white shark, kills them, just to kind of bring something <laughs> unexpected that's completely, uh, uh, you know, because we're dealing with alligators the whole time. But in this scenario, which is the ocean rose to the point where they're 
kind of flooded, uh, there would be great white sharks in that area too. So it just added just a little bit of an element. I, I like endings where kind of the bad guy wins, you know, even if it's a creature. So I thought that would have been really cool, but no, unfortunately, I didn't get that at all. Mine is kind of along the same lines, but not a shark. It would have been they're on the roof and the water just keeps getting. She, somehow she she's able to fend them off so they don't crawl up there, but the water keeps getting higher and higher and higher until there's like no hope. There's like an inch of roof left and they're just fucking get swarmed and. Maybe as the fucking helicopter's coming in, we show a shot from inside the helicopter, and then the fucking gators just come up and grab her ass. That would have been awesome. Uh, yeah. I Like I said, they play too safe. I would have liked to have seen one of the main characters die, whether it be the girl, the father, the dog, someone. Father, um, father and dog for sure, man. Yeah, like, just one of them dying would have made it more... Like, when they get on the roof there at the end with the helicopter, like, it would have been awesome to see, like, the fucking gator come and, like, just eat the dad or something, or eat the dog or something like that for, like, one last, like, fucking, like, bat, like, scare scene or something crazy where they could have, like, fucking been like, oh, shit, like, while they're getting saved and they could have, like, ran and then jumped on the helicopter to get saved. I don't know if it was budgetary reasons. I just, I don't know if it was because they didn't want to go down that road, but yeah, I mean, that's what I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, they could have pulled a Jaws, too, when the fucking Jaws kills the helicopter, yeah. too. That'd have been awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, My phone's dead, but I know Blade Discussing did post something that about a like alternate ending that they could have yeah. done. I, if you guys, I don't know if you guys can look it up real quick and we can see what it was. But my phone's dead. Otherwise, I'd look it up. But <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me take a look here. Yeah. But um, yeah. Overall, man, it's a fun, solid movie. My daughter, who was supposed to come on and talk about it for a little bit, she got cold feet. Um, <laughs> but she she's ten. She enjoyed it a lot. Her her favorite horror movie is still Jaws number one. Uh, and Gremlins and Ghostbusters, so she got some can't, good taste. Can't go, yeah, I can't go wrong with those three. They're cl- three classics right there. Yeah. And she, uh, she also her feedback was she's glad they got out of the crawl space, which all three of us said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's glad the dog didn't die. <laughs> so she's off from what we we think, but yeah, she's oh, like, well, I, actually I agree with her. So oh, okay, I would like okay. to just the dog to survive because <laughs> I don't like seeing animals die. So yeah, if the humans would have died, but the like the dog floated away on a boat, I'd be super right. happy. I, One I, thing we didn't even talk about is how like the dad got bit by the alligator before the hurricane even came, right? Like because like the alligator went into that pipe that was damaged. Yeah, he said it bit him and he fought him off, right? Yeah, so like. That like hap- That's how the alligators were even there in the first place. Is because there's like a damaged pipe or whatever. And the alligator was able to crawl into the pipe and get into that crawl space. Well, they have a nest right there too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, why did? What was that about? Like, why didn't? That's another missed opportunity. Why weren't there baby alligators at one point? Oh, that been sick. Well, they they did yeah. show one, I think. Did they show one? I one, can't remember. One, I think one was hatching, if I remember correctly. But that would have been a cool tension-filled moment where she's just yeah. chilling there. Yeah. They should have had, like, fucking, like, 15 baby alligators trying to, like, chomp at her or something. That'd be dope. You know it'd be yeah, a like, cool scene, too. I know not. I, I just think it was too low but Like, I think, well, for, like, when I say low budget, like, low budget for, like, a studio horror movie where they, they probably put a ton of money into the CGI, which, obviously, they had to. The alligators had to look realistic, but, uh, I mean, if they had a little more budget, I think they could have done a lot more. Wait, he probably got all his rated r just from the one cop scene too so right <laughs> you gotta save it but um i thought a cool scene would have been not i mean not for steve because he wanted the dog to live but to maybe have like the dog's 
head, like the dog floating towards her. And she's like, oh, my sugar, here you are. dead. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, she grabs a head and severed head. <laughs> that would be cool. That would have been crazy. <laughs> Did anyone look up that thing? I didn't look it up after all. I did. My phone's dead. <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what are your guys' final ratings for this? I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. Uh, like I said, good, fun, popcorn, turn off your brain flick. Um, it's something I'll definitely watch again, but just not something I think that is, you know, it's not going to make my top 5 or top 10 or anything like that. But it's, you know, a good, fun movie. Solid creature feature. And- I, I agree with Joe. I gave it the same rating, uh, seven out of ten. Uh, same same reason. I, I had fun with it. It was a fun movie to watch, but it's nothing that I'll be like, you know, I'll go buy it day one on the Blu-ray or anything because it just it was a good watch the one time, but it didn't have enough substance to really be excited about it. So, so good. All right, I'm a little bit higher. I give it an eight out of ten. Um, I'll definitely be buying it. And I'm actually reading it, Joe, and I guess they didn't shoot the alternate ending. It was just in script form. What did it say? What was the uh, script form? What we what we thought it would happen. They're getting rescued in like a, one of those rescue baskets, and the the gator grabs them. Uh, that's yeah. That would have been way better. That would have been sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, what do you what do you guys rate? Where do you guys put this in Alexander's other movies? We got. There's uh, others. Let's hear, there, let's there's hear others. the other option. Let's hear all the main horror ones. Oh, uh, the main. All right, the main ones then. High Tension, Hills of Eyes remake. Mirrors, which is the only one on this I haven't seen. Piranha 3D, Horns, and Crawl. So I have... Uh, so my favorite one was Hills Avaya's uh, remake. Then we had High Tension, then Crawl, then Piranha 3D, then Horns, and then finally Mirrors. All right, mine is exactly the same as yours, but I didn't rank Mirrors because I haven't seen it. But Hills of Eyes is fucking great. Yeah, it is. Okay, uh, I'm going to go... High Tension, Hills Have Eyes, Crawl, 3D, Horns, and Mirror. So I think the only thing I have different from you guys is I have uh, High Tension over Hills Have Eyes. What is Mirrors even about? Mirrors sucks, dude. It, <laughs> it has it's it has on what's his face? Uh, Kiefer Sutherland is in it, and there's like I mean I haven't seen it in forever. But it's like there's like some sort of supernatural like thing going on with the mirrors. It's been a while. <laughs> Steve might know better than me. No, it's yeah. It's basically it kind of reminds me. There was another mirror movie that came out around that same time that uh, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's, it's like a supernatural film. It haunts the family through mirrors. Uh, it's like, kind of uh, Oculus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it kind of reminds Oculus, me of Oculus. Is way better. Oculus yeah, is way I agree. Better. It's like a better move version of this movie. So. Right on. All right, so I think three guys approved, right, for a good yeah, good time movie. Definitely. I actually got. A, I was looking at uh, the director's IMDb. His next movie is called Space Adventure Cobra, and I thought that would oh, be shit. a really cool creature feature. <laughs> oh, but it's not. It's, it's like some animated thing, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I got excited there. I'm like, oh my god, if he does like a creature feature in space with cobras, I'm I'm in. <laughs> not yeah. not that at all. <laughs> so. uh, there's actually a rumor that he's being eyed to reboot uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. It, I definitely don't want to see. I mean, people I know hate like, okay, well, if it's not Robert England. It's not gonna be Freddy. Blah blah blah. Which I I totally can understand. But like, I just don't want to see that franchise die. 
Like, I want to see it continue on. Maybe someone could do it justice without England. It'll be tough, but I think with uh, Nemer and Elm, Elm, Elm Street, I would say, is probably the hardest, right, to reboot because of England because he's so... Like, he put brings life into that character. Like, obviously, you could have anyone play Michael Myers. You could have anyone play Jason. You could have really anyone play Leatherface. But Freddy's a totally different beast. Um, but, I, I yeah, I don't want to see the franchise die. I want to see it continue on. So, uh, he, I guess, would be a, a decent choice for it. Yeah. Just have Art the Clown guy play fucking... <laughs> He's a good character actor. Sure. But in all seriousness, though, like the the Nightmare remake, the Freddy would have been okay if they didn't CG his face. You know, that was like yeah. the biggest. What the fuck totally. did you guys do? You know, just yeah. put some practical on some dude, make him a tall, skinny guy with some one-liners, good delivery, good you know, um, physical comedy horror. Then I think you got it. it. Doesn't have to be England, like you said. Right. It doesn't even need to be like one-liner comedy either, because that didn't come in until you know part three real i guess That's some true. of part two but like you could still make him scary like he was in part one and new nightmare and stuff yeah. so yeah uh i actually think that they shouldn't remake nightmare on elm street uh i think they should have like a passing of the torch film because i think that freddie uh, robert england is freddie and there's really no one who can make it justice at this point so i'd like to see him kind of introduce a new villain in that universe, kind of like someone that takes over the dream world and it's a new character, but still in that universe and the same kind of thing, because I, I don't know if we can see a Freddy that we'll like, because it's always been Robert England uh, up until the remake. So that's yeah, my uh, personal opinion. No, yeah, I, I totally can see that. I think the majority of the fan base will never get behind someone else playing Freddy. Like they would with Michael, like I said, with Michael, Jason Leatherface because they don't have that those speaking roles where you get that connection with England so I, I mean yeah I could see that right on well, I think that's it unless you guys have got anything else uh no oh, that's it uh, no just don't forget SoundCloud listeners hop on over to Spotify iTunes all that because yeah. we will be leaving SoundCloud soon yeah. iTunes users drop us a review please and thank you for listening Bye. 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 <laughs> I like your double bye. <laughs>